0: Hello, and welcome to Molly Please most anticipated and also least anticipated movies of 2022. That's right, 2020 is back. We got 2022, and we're we're gonna we're gonna deal with it. Um and we're gonna deal with <laughs> it by know? watching movies. Um plenty of sequels look forward to. You're right, Colin. Uh well, mm-hmm. should I have spelled your name? I guess I should tell everyone all our names. We are Sean Lemmy. <laughs> John Otney.
1: And Colin Westman.
0: Um, this is an annual tradition that we have maintained, probably also for at least ten years, like the mildly pleased awards, where we uh, yeah. sit down, we uh, we talk about ten movies that uh, John and I are looking forward to each, and then Colin, uh, because he doesn't want to do that, because that's like not hip enough for Colin. <laughs> uh, he throws he throws shade of ten other
1: movies.
2: <laughs> I mean, it'd be boring if we all did our most favorite.
1: gotta have that contrast. his picks are usually pretty hip and cool, for the most part. Uh Oh. But then you usually put, like, a Marvel movie at number one, and I'm like, yeah, (laughs) never mind. They're not not as hip and cool as I thought. Um,
0: You're probably gonna hate, like, five of my picks.
1: Probably, because you know what? I'm pretty done with Marvel. (laughs) But... Maybe you can convince me to come back for the fiftieth time, because <laughs> it's like at this point I'm I'm done saying that I'm done with Marvel movies. Because it, I I just end up but watching but but con actually even though yeah you're definitely gonna watch Moon Knight though right? I I I barely know what that
2: is. <laughs> I don't even really know what that is. I watched a trailer. I don't really know what that is. I think he's 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 powered by the moon.
1: Okay, Uh, it's Oscar Isaac.
0: That is that is wrong. First of all, I thought it was the
2: the waning phases of the moon. (laughs) At least that's the original character, right? Like his strength Uh, correlates with the uh, the the waning.
1: Like I said, the waning
2: phases of the moon.
1: What does that mean? You know, like crescent. It's like I'm at crescent strength. Um, I'm, going, I'm, I'm
2: probably going off of like a uh like a card that i looked at in the 90s like yeah I, uh, marvel character card
0: i believe the thing with mr knight is that uh he has multiple personalities and so like
2: well that's one part of it
0: like, like one of them card. is like he's like an expert mercenary so he's really good at fighting and like another one is like he's a uh like billionaire so he's like got a lot of money sometimes and I'm going off the trailer. One of them's like a British nerd because that seems to be what they're emphasizing the most in that TV show trailer.
2: Moon Knight possesses superhuman abilities that are tied to the lunar cycle of the moon.
0: Does he though?
2: I don't know if that's what they're doing in this one, but it has been. Sean, look at him! Look how stupid he looks. Of course, that's what it was at some point. <laughs> God, Moon Knight. That's where we're at.
0: That's where we're at. That's the one that Ethan Hawke was like, I'm gonna get involved in that
2: After he's like, I'm not gonna do superhero stuff (laughs) But like, Moon Knight sounds good though Yeah, getting to Moon (laughs) Knight I'm sure we'll all like it It's just like, we're getting to like D-list characters at this point
1: It's bizarre (laughs) Pretty funny
0: I was going to say, what's next, Cloak and Dagger, but I had to Google to make sure those were real characters, and there already was a Cloak and Dagger.
2: It it wasn't on, like, uh, Freeform? Freeform. Wow. So I probably had, like, a lot of warm, like, family messages. Freeform all about family? Because they used to be Fox family.
0: Then they became ABC family. Many moons ago. Yeah. Oof. All right, should I go first then? We're in the superhero realm, so I think I'm going to go first because okay. I do have a superhero movie as my number 10. Okay. Um, so look, there's a lot of DC movies coming out in 2022. You've got The Batman. That's probably the the big deal one. Um, and then there's also Black Adam. The Flash meets all the Batman. Um, Batgirl. And there's probably more than I'm forgetting. I know The Peacemaker Show is going on right now. Um, but somehow the one I'm looking forward to the most out of all of DC's movies is Aquaman and the Lost King. Uh, so the first Aquaman movie is just like the most blockbuster movie ever made. Like it's it's kind of like in 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 the realm of a Michael Bay uh, clusterfuck, but it's done so much better because it's James Wan. Um, it's got you know epic army fighting scenes it's got long wonder fight scenes it's got jokes about peeing uh it's got you know one of the strongest men in the world as its lead uh in jason momoa uh it's got boba fett in it um i had a lot of fun with yeah does it does it have fish men in it yeah, oh yeah, it has men who are part fish. Half men, half fish. Half crab, half fish. Half shark, what half fish. Dolph men. Well, mm. it's, Dol- it's got Dolph Lundgren, so sort of. <laughs> <laughs> okay, yeah. Um, We don't know a ton about uh, Aquaman and the Lost Kingdom. We do know that the Lost Kingdom is Atlantis uh we do know that pretty much everybody's back i don't think willem Defoe's back i think he might have died i don't remember um they have uh yaya abdul mateen coming back though as black manta because he's he's like trying to turn black manta into the greatest supervillain in the history of cinema it's gonna be the next thanos um <laughs> And uh, yeah, there's not like a trailer yet. It's not coming out till December. I should say that I do have criteria this year. Uh, I I maintained my criteria from last year that it had to have a uh, an actual release date um, when for for it to be on my list because I've I've been I like even having a release date isn't a guarantee anymore that movie movie's going to actually come out. Um, But I had to have at least that, Um, and it had to not be a movie that I'd put on my list previously. So like top gun didn't, get, didn't make the cut this year um but but aquaman i think i think it'll be fun i'm or it'll be a big clusterfuck uh either way you know we'll be able to watch it on hbo max uh, you know a month after release so it'll be fine
2: is that how it works now it's a month after
0: yeah the yeah Brothers they said films? they're 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 doing yeah like a I'll look at what exactly it is. It's 45 days.
2: Oh, so yeah. I guess a lot of streaming services are doing that cuz I know Paramount Plus does something like that. Um, wow. So yeah. Cuz I don't I don't think I'm going to rush out for that one. <laughs> yeah. I don't know, we'll see. I mean, I do like that there's a lot of big monsters. There were so many big monsters. So, I'm sure there'll be plenty of big monsters, and that'll be fun. I'm trying to think of what kind of big monster I'd like to see that they didn't already do. Uh, maybe like a Loch Ness monster, like a plesiosaur. Yeah, I wonder
0: if they'll bring Julie Andrews back.
2: I want to see it. Yeah, I want to see because um, Julie Andrews, she voiced what was what kind of creature was she again? I already forgot.
0: She was um, octopus. She, she, or squid? she was you know like a leviathan type. You know, like okay. Real so babe. I
2: want a giant plesiosaur played by like a classic actor or actress. You know, someone old. It could happen.
0: It could be done. I'm trying to think who's still with us who could voice a giant plesiosaur. Uh I'm looking at actors that they've added to this cast. I'm Um,
2: I'm gonna look up actors in their (laughs) nineties.
0: We've got um Randall Park. Maybe Harry Uh, Belafonte.
2: Um, Clint Eastwood, perhaps? (laughs) Gene Gene Hackman comes out of retirement? Yes! The plesiosaur has a mustache, too, so he can relate
1: to it. But it's, like, made of uh, barnacles or something.
2: Oh, very, very clever. That's like some Pirates of the Caribbean shit. They always have shit like that going on. Yeah... thank God we're done with those for a while, right? I know they're trying to get those back off the ground. Uh, But good luck.
1: Hopefully we don't have to think about it for a while. When was the last time we had one? Was the last
2: one with, like... Was was the Javier Bardem one the last one? I think it was, right? Because the one before that was Penelope Cruz and Ian McShane. I think it was, it was 2017. Dead men tell no tales. I have literally no memory of this movie yeah. or anything that happens in it. Yeah, I didn't. see You're, it. you're I, the I watched, one who saw it. I watched it on Netflix. I oh I remember like <laughs> Javier Bardem's like always like underwater even when he's like not underwater. You know what I'm saying? It's like he's like Weird. his hair's like all like it's like all really. like floating around. Okay. Okay. <laughs> Because the bad guy always has to be it's some sort shtick. of monster like that. There always has to be like a shtick with like some of the yeah. bad guys. It'd so, just be a some, man, f- some fun like that. So mm-hmm. um, something that you can imagine. Uh, well, and, and, I, I,
0: and yes, I would say put on the put on the list. This is our first Patrick Wilson movie of of the podcast. I don't know okay. how many <laughs> he's
1: going to be in. I don't know. <laughs> um, yeah, probably a couple. <laughs> So I was I was
2: talking about uh, imagination, because my number 10 pick is a uh, movie from the Master of Imagination. This this pick kind of makes me want to kick my own ass, because I feel like it's a trap. Uh, it's Steven Spielberg's The Fablemans. Uh, ah, yes it, yes. it does have a release date, November 23rd. And this is uh, oh. supposed to be Spielberg's autobiographical story of... Uh, I mean, kind of. It's not exactly his story, but it's based on his story of growing up as a kid in Arizona, wanting to be a filmmaker, having a, a rough uh, relationship with his dad. Uh, the dad character is played by Paul Dano, and Michelle Williams plays the mom. And Seth Rogen is the fun uncle, I guess. <laughs> and there's, they haven't really released that much info on it. It just says, we'll be loosely based on Spielberg's childhood growing up in Arizona. So I, assume I think this he is did like a, write yeah. this one, right? He co-wrote it, uh, yeah, with with Tony Kushner, his go-to guy these days. Um, and that's yeah, that's that is interesting because he hasn't written that many times. He wrote AI, and I think he wrote Close Encounters, and not much else. I mean, aside from like thousand episodes of Amazing Stories, he came up with <laughs> um, not much else. So it's I got I guess it's a personal thing for him. Um, but I'd love to know how much it gets into filmmaking and uh, how far into this kid's life it goes. Probably not too far. It's probably not going to go into, even though I'd like it to, his teenage years of sneaking into the Universal lot and then just eventually getting (laughs) hired there because that's how things worked (laughs) back in the (laughs) late 60s, early 70s. To be in the right place at the right time. Or the time when he like ran into like m- naked Marlon Brando. <laughs> you guys ever hear that story? <laughs> mm-hmm. It's a good so. thing. Some like guy mm. like sent him on like a like, hey kid, go get this thing from this office over there, and like he knew Marlon Brando was in that office naked or something. <laughs> I don't know what Brando was doing, <laughs> uh, but I would like to see that in on film, but probably not. Um, aside from the actors I've named, it also looks like Judd Hirsch is, in, is up in this joint. Nice. I see him as a, gr- a grandfather or a very old man. 86 years old. Um, yeah, I look forward to seeing, uh, what it's all about. Even though it sounds schmaltzy as all hell. I mean, it's called the Fablemans for Jesus Christ. God. Yeah. Um,. I'm sure Paul Dana will have some very funny thick glasses, because I think Spielberg's real dad was like some sort of uh, very like smart computer guy. He like invented like microchips or something. Not 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 the first one ever, but his dad has his own Wikipedia for his achievements in technology. Arnold Spielberg, who yeah. died. at in 2020, 103 years old. Damn.
1: Well, uh, I don't know. I'm intrigued. <laughs> Just because I loved West Side Story is my number one movie of last year. So mm-hmm. he can still Back do good things, but he can also still do bad things because he did make uh, Ready Player One not not that long ago.
2: <laughs> hey, it was fine. I'm sure he's done worse recently, right? Um, like, no, no that was definitely no, yeah, movies? that was better than BFG. That was
1: better than BFG. <laughs> BFG. BFG is bad. I'll take your word for it. <laughs> Guess that wasn't that long ago. Yeah, you never know with that guy at this point. He's pretty, pretty hit or miss. Um, okay, so for my list of unanticipated movies of next year, um, There were a lot, like, for me to choose from this year, I found. I think because there were just a bunch of movies that got pushed back, you know, over the course of the last two years that didn't seem Mm -hmm. like sure things. So they weren't going to release them in theaters. So they, and I mean, some of these may still not come out this year, but I feel like, I feel like they will. So like some honorable mentions to like, you know. The Flash, the untitled Mario movie with Chris Pratt, uh Minions Rise of Gru Oh Man, I can't believe that. I just don't know enough about it. <laughs> except for the voice cast. What, Mario? What if it's yeah. good? It like it could be, I don't know. They're also doing Halloween ends this year too. Didn't sound like yeah. the last one was very good. It was so bad. Yeah, and they filmed this at the same time as
2: that one, so it's gonna be as bad.
1: I also thought about that Foo Fighters movie we were talking about last. Time, <laughs> Studio Six Six Six, but it's yeah, but that's like, like a it's like barely it's like a, movie. a real movie. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. Um, but for my number ten, uh, it's one I'm almost more curious to hear your guys' opinion on because I I don't have okay. much of a relationship with the source material. I'm I'm putting Uncharted at number 10, just because it looks like a very generic action movie to me, somebody who's never played uh, the games. And also, like, the thing I thought about while seeing the trailer was... I, I feel like we're almost sick of Tom Holland, because <laughs> he's like... He hasn't really... Been able to, to branch out beyond the Spider-Man thing. He's he he can be a little bland to the point where like, I, I was way more interested in Mark Wahlberg <laughs> in this trailer who I hadn't seen in a while. Even though it's like Tom Holland feels like one of the the big stars of his generation, and Mark Wahlberg feels like. You know like the the 15th Most charismatic star of his Generation but somehow watching this I was like hey eh, what's what's Marky Mark Up to But uh, anyways you guys have played These games or at least Sean has w- What have oh, you thought them all. About them uh, adapting them Okay you have to yeah
2: So my thing About Uncharted which I love I've, I've played them all I, I own them all Um the appeal of those games for me is like it's like it's indiana jones but you get to play you get to do these crazy stunts yeah. and crazy jumps and climbing but like if you take away that part of the equation like what's the hook of uncharted it's like it's indiana jones but oh. now <laughs> like i don't know what the what the what's the selling point on this movie just like remember the games and how those are fun
0: yeah he's more uh, john McClaney than than Indy is like he makes more jokes and he's like w- in over his head more than Indy feels.
2: So he's he's wise cracking Indiana Jones. <laughs> <laughs> mhm. You, you know one thing that I would be excited if they did. I like how in the first 3 Uncharteds That's, that's there's like a, always a random like unexpected There's a there's a love Natural
0: that they might climax each maybe. of these games
2: where there's like a creature or something it's like i remember when I'm playing the first uncharted and then you're in that like tomb near the end and there's like a bunch of like those i can't remember they're like creatures coming after you and i was like there was no hint of this at any point in the game and then suddenly it's here mm-hmm. and i'm like oh what the fuck uh, i hope they do something like that in this but i don't think they will I mean, this is a Ruben Fleischer movie. This is not going to be that ambitious. Plus, this movie was in, uh, like, development hell for a long time. Because wasn't it for the longest <laughs> time? It was supposed to be what's his face? Uh, you know, the guy, the guy who yells, who did uh, <laughs> yells. *Silver Linings
1: Playbook*. Oh, Bradley Cooper.
2: <laughs> no, no, the the director yell. of *Silver Linings Playbook*.
1: Oh, the, the David it was going to
2: be a David O. Russell movie for the longest time. Yeah. I feel like back then it was going to star Mark Wahlberg but he got like too old or now he's got to the old that's guy. It,
1: yeah, that's what it says on Wikipedia. Wahlberg was oh, originally funny. set to star as Nathan Drake. David O. Russell. In, in 2010. <laughs>
2: Also, I mean, they, they fucked up a long time ago, because this this always should have been Nathan Fillion, and he's, you know, he finally aged out of the, the part. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah, they just, they missed their window. I think they're just trying to find other vehicles for Tom Holland. Like, they're trying to figure out Sony's like, well, this guy brings in so much money with the Spider-Man yeah. movies. We must be able to use him for some other kind of franchise. I just... <laughs>
1: But is it him they're coming for, or the Spider Men?
2: <laughs> I mean, they're definitely coming for the Spider Man, but you know, people do. I seem to think like people are hoping. early. yeah, I know, I know. That's I, I Chris Pratt. People are hoping because of the connection, idea. because they do like him in those movies. That that'll be enough to to get people to check out uh, Uncharted. I don't know. I don't think it's going to do well because I yeah I see here that it's coming out mid February. No, yeah. I feel like it's not going to do well. <laughs> but we'll see.
1: Probably not. Uh, Definitely Sean? one I'm excited to oh. uh, to, um. to rent.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Rent that shit all day.
1: All right, Sean, what's your number nine?
0: Yeah, so my... My number nine is a movie that was originally going to come out at the end of last year, um, but the, uh, the pandemic delayed shooting, um, and so it didn't end up filming until the end of last year, and so now it's coming out at the end of this year, um, slash early 2023, depending on your access to limited releases. Um, and that's the new Damien Chazelle movie, Babylon. Uh, which uh, he's he's going back to uh, the, the golden age of Hollywood um, and apparently not making it a musical uh, despite being the whiplash La La Land guy. Um, instead, it's a, some sort of drama about, uh, and this will sound familiar, a fictional character played by Brad Pitt and a real person from history played by Margot Robbie. <laughs> um, huh in, in this case, she is playing um, Clara Bow, uh, mm-hmm. the original It Girl, uh, because she, she was the star of It from 1927, and Wings, and uh, Mantrap. Um, so it seems to be about that transition from uh, silent films into uh, talkies, sort of like the artist. Um, so yeah, this has got Oscar bait written all over it, and uh, that'll probably probably make it pretty good, right? Yeah, I guess. They might as
2: well have just called it any Oscar goes to or Dear <laughs> Oscar.
1: I don't know. Got a, it's got a great cast. First Man seemed like an Oscar power player, but d- d- didn't didn't pan out. Yeah, and first man was great
2: because it's not about movies though. People like it when it's about it's the true. Movies. Yeah.
0: This one's extremely about the movies.
2: <laughs> People love that yeah. shit. Remember, like the artists, remember the artists? People ate that shit up with a spoon, <laughs> with a golden spoon. I'm yeah. sorry. When did this come out again? What's the date? Christmas. Christ. Oh God. Yeah. They want it. <laughs> Is it being produced by that guy who? Uh, who, who had to announce that um, Moonlight one? <laughs> I gotta look this Maybe. up. Maybe. I'm gonna look it up. Babylon film. Does it have any collection, uh, connection to Babylon AD? Remember that?
0: Well, I'm looking at the producers, and I see Tobey Maguire on this list, so that's cool.
2: Mm-hmm. People love Spider-Man. <laughs> um... I don't see that. that. That'd be a bummer. Bring that guy back. Yeah, he's a great Oscar presenter. <laughs> Iconic. He saved the day. Uh, Warren and, and Faye Dunaway were gonna just go go with it.
1: Yeah. God, that'd be so weird. <laughs> that guy hadn't announced the moonlighted one. God, it'd be the biggest oh, heist ever, ever pulled off in Oscar history.
2: That'd be a good heist movie where a bunch of people try to give a movie like an Oscar.
0: But just imagine if all the La La Land people walk off the stage and then Steve Harvey has to come out and be like, a mistake has been made, a terrible mistake. <laughs> oh, Sean,
2: did you say flea? Flea's in this. Flea. flea. So many people
0: are in this. Spike Jones. Wow. Yeah, Chloe Fideman from SNL. Yeah, well, why not?
2: Number nine pick is also pretty Oscar-y. I thought this would be one that Sean would have too, but I don't see an actual release date for it yet. So I'm gonna guess nope. you didn't, you didn't, you didn't pick it then.
0: Disqualified. But it
2: is it is coming out for sure, uh, according to my my sources. And that's the new Martin Scorsese movie, Killers of the Flower Moon, based off the book. Uh, this is a period piece. The premise, members of the Osage tribe in the United States are murdered under mysterious circumstances in the 1920s, sparking a major FBI investigation involving J. Edgar Hoover. Um, Leonardo DiCaprio is in this, but he's not playing J. Edgar as far as I could, I could find <laughs> find out here. Damn. I was hoping he'd be pulling double duty. Um <laughs> But he stars, and there's some pictures, and you see he's looking very old-timey. He's got a funny haircut, and <laughs> he just looks great. And Robert De Niro's here, too. So that's kind of fun. Scorsese's bringing, like, his two Ooh. favorite collaborators. Have, have they been yeah. in a Scorsese movie together yet? Is this the first time? It's the, see, first the first one that no, time. All right. Never.
1: No? Cool. Well, um, I don't think De Niro had done a movie with Scorsese... Uh, since like the '90s <laughs> until The Irishman,
2: third billing is of is of course Jesse Plemons, who I saw something today where it's like he's he's been in like five straight films that have been nominated for Best Picture. Um, and hmm. if this movie is good and comes out in time, that this would be like six because this this sounds like something that the Oscars would love to nominate a uh, Martin Scorsese. Uh. I assume epic. Just for the fact that it's a period piece and it, uh, the budget's two hundred million dollars. Uh, what,
0: what was what got nominated for best picture? This Jungle Cruise. What the hell are we talking?
2: Power about? of the Dog. He's in. Did you see it, Sean, with Benedict Cumberbatch? No. I mean, it's not nominated yet, but well, it probably will be.
1: Yeah, those aren't out yet, but it it could be. Yeah.
2: Uh, for sure, it's gonna. It's absolutely gonna be nominated for best picture. Um, I think it'll probably win Best Director, too, but we'll see. Um, Who
0: else is up in here?
2: Uh, a lot of uh, Native American actors are just good. Oh,
0: I thought you were going to go straight to Brendan Fraser making his big comeback. Brendan Fraser,
2: yeah. There was that uh, viral video where there's that fan talking to him, and he's talking about how excited he is to be in the new Martin Scorsese movie. Now He's mm-hmm. very nervous. That's he's nice. very charming. Uh, John Lithgow here. Everybody you want to see. I think it's coming to Apple TV or something. So is that the only way that Martin Scorsese can get movies made now, is streaming services giving him obscene amounts of money?
0: Well, that's the thing. He wants to make movies for his obscene amounts of money.
2: And it's an Eric Roth screenplay, um, who I generally like. It seems like he's pretty good at handling the uh, the epics. Obviously, he was a co-writer on on Dune last year, and did some work on Star is Born. So he's been keeping pretty busy these days. Um, sole screenwriter on this one. Um, yeah, I'm excited. Sounds like a real yeah, speak- sounds like a real Colin movie. Ch- Robbie yeah. Robertson is doing the uh, is doing the soundtrack by himself. <laughs> That's yeah, cool. They're
1: buds, I guess. Mm-hmm yeah nice 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 uh yeah that's 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 fun <laughs> marty's marty's getting all his friends together towards the end of his career yeah but he's still doing it um okay so my number nine is <laughs> one of two films concerning the uh the the, the big comeback of Channing Tatum this year he's he's back <laughs> sort hey, welcome.
0: of <laughs> welcome back he had a, he had a small role
1: been... in free guy <laughs> yeah I, I I know I saw that in his uh his recent <laughs> filmography but he like you know he kind of took a break from Hollywood. He, yeah that's he hasn't right done that much the uh the last couple of years uh, but he's doing a movie called the lost city you heard of this movie yes yeah it looks basically like romancing the stone but with a few tweaks uh uh sandra bullock plays an author she's a romance novelist she get i'm not really sure why she ends up in the jungle has something to do with daniel radcliffe He's an international criminal who kidnaps Loretta in order to find the Lost City. I'm assuming the Lost City is something in one of her books. Anyways, is it the Lost City
0: she... of Zed?
2: It's the Lost City of D, apparently, in this, which <laughs> is that is our that like dick.
1: That's pretty funny. <laughs> Jesus Christ. I hope so. It looks, yeah, very silly. Uh... A- anyways, Channing Tatum plays... He's like the cover model for all of her romance novels. Uh, so he's like Fabio, basically. Uh, <laughs> That's they good. Get, you should, they you get, should have him like long, flowing hair. He is—he does have it in one scene. Oh, okay. Like, I'm guessing it's just a wig or something. It's a wig. Gotcha. Because he doesn't have it in the rest of the, the movie. Or at least the trailer. Uh, so they end up in the jungle getting into hijinks i assume the end of the trailer though um there's a guy who's like this adventurer type and he's brad pitt wow (laughs) and i was like nice you know what the movie looks kind of fun i'm sure it'll be super stupid but like i like what they're doing (laughs) so yeah yeah that's that's the lost city
2: you know why I know about this is, for whatever reason, I picked this year as the year I'm going to watch a bunch of Sandra Bullock movies, because I've, I've always been a fan, but there's so many of her movies I haven't seen. And then mm. I saw that this was coming out, I'm like, oh, shit, well, if I, I guess i got to watch this, too, right? Because this has got to fit into the, the marathon. But I think it's Paramount, maybe. so I can watch it on Paramount Plus, maybe, after like, uh, you know, that 45-day yeah. thing.
1: I'm not seeing anything about a streaming release, but... Uh, no. Will be in theaters in March. Uh, yeah, and maybe. Hey, who knows? Maybe
2: we'll get to see some of these Sandra Bullock movies. I'm watching on the pick. You guys want to see Speed Two Cruise Control? <laughs> it's got Jason Patrick. Our guy. Our guy. <laughs> he gave it a go. He gave it a go. Yeah, it's, it's good more for him. Than a lot of us can say. Yeah, absolutely. Props. Major Speaking
0: props. of action movie set on a vehicle nice my number 8 pick is bullet train the new thriller from david leach mm. the, the guy who uh, was one of the john wick guys and then he went on and did um, atomic blonde and uh, deadpool 2 um, now he's back and you bet your ass he's got brad pitt so we're up to three <laughs> brad
2: pitt and a- sandra bullock
0: S- so much Brad. oh my god really She said this as well Wow, <laughs> um, the uh, the concept uh, I think comes from a uh, a novel called uh, Maria Beetle. Uh, it's about uh, five uh, hitmen who are all on a Japanese bullet train, and they find they realize that all their assignments are connected in in some way. I guess, um. I'm not quite sure who the hitmen are because there's a lot of people in this cast, uh but I would guess there's some of Brad Pitt, Joey King, uh Andrew Koji, Aaron Taylor Johnson, Brian Tyree Henry, Zazie beats Masioka, Michael Shannon. One of those, five of those. <laughs> Lady Gaga's also in this. Sandra Bullock. Oh, there
1: she is. Wow. Um, bad Bunny's in it. <laughs> yeah, bad. Who is Bad Bunny? He's a musician. It's like a yeah. He's like
2: a Latin... I don't know if he's a rapper or a singer. Um, I think he's both. He's like Like a Latin pop star. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) So, is this like a Poseidon Adventure type thing? Is that why they have such an all-star cast?
0: I mean, maybe. It seems hard to keep five uh, protagonists going. Gotta kill some of them.
2: Well, it is an impressive cast, and I gotta say, I do love a movie called Bullet Train. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) It's a really great title. That is good. I would love for something like this to be good. It sounds fun. And one of the John Wick guys. Has this guy only done... uh... Oh, no, he did Atomic Blonde. Yeah. And and Deadpool Deadpool 2, which I think is fine. I know everyone likes to shit on Deadpool because he knows he's in a movie. (laughs) I think Deadpool 2 is fine. It's got
0: two of the people from Atlanta in it how bad could it be i i'm i'm pulling for bullet train so we'll see we'll see (laughs) it comes out in july july
2: 15th july 15th uh well i got a movie coming out june 24th won't have to worry about bullet train ramming it down at the box office (laughs) (laughs) good
0: good
2: um Starring everyone's favorite actor from Moon Night, Ethan Hawke. This is the black phone, you guys. Uh, new horror movie from Scott Derrickson um, after getting kicked off of Doctor Strange 2 because he wanted to make it too scary. Uh, so he went off and just did his own scary movie um, with C. Robert Cargill, who also, you know, is like his, his co-writer on like Doctor Strange and all sorts of stuff.
0: And <gasps> is this the Babadook sequel?
2: This isn't a Babadook sequel. This is based off... Well, of, uh,
0: that guy looks a lot like the Babadook, John. He does,
2: well, It's kind of weird. So, It's based off a short story by Joe Hill um, that I've read. I have, Really? I have this anthology that this story is in. It's like six pages. It's a good short story, but I'm like, <laughs> they're going to have to expand. A lot. But that's kind of fun. The short story I-, I can tell you is about... There's this uh, kind of... A, what's his name who's that fat clown murderer john wayne gacy there's like this clown yeah clown entertainer guy who's kidnapping kids um and then locking them in a basement and just and like killing them um but then there's one kid in the story gets gets kidnapped put in the basement and there's a black phone down there it starts ringing and he can talk to all the other kids that have been killed by this serial killer and they're trying to help him escape from from the room and you know so like that's pretty small, self-contained little story. I think what they're doing with this because there's a trailer. Is there's people on the outside trying to find him, and I assume they're gonna do like thing where like he escapes and then gets put back in. Like it's probably gonna expand a little bit on the the situation. Uh, pretty weird casting, like Ethan Hawke as this uh, party clown guy. Uh, definitely not what I visualized uh, when reading the story. It's like. I mean, come on, Paul Walter Hauser's right there. He would have been perfect for this. But I do like that Ethan Hawke is being uh, very eccentric in this movie. He's got big, funny 70s sunglasses because they're setting it in the 70s. I don't understand what this weird clown mask he's wearing on the poster is. It looks like he's about to do a purge. (laughs) Uh, But the trailer looked kind of cool. I like that it's in the past. Scott Derrickson is... um, been pretty good these days. I really liked Sinister, which is another movie he did with Ethan Hawke. And, it, and here's the thing, it was originally supposed to come out in January, but they they moved it to June because um, the reviews were so good at, at the early screenings they did for it. So they they, they think it can be a hit. Which, uh, I mean, good luck in, in the age of COVID, but we'll see. Uh, it was probably a pretty cheap movie, so I'm rooting for it.
1: Uh, should be spooky hmm. Alright, so my number eight Is the uh, the, the the second uh, piece Of Channing Tatum's Big comeback in 2022 Oh, how
0: dare you, Colin?
1: How dare you? <laughs> what? What? <laughs> Are you are you looking forward to the movie Dog? Is that what you're telling me? Yeah,
0: I can't believe you're putting the feel good movie of the year on this list. <laughs> Remember when we
2: talked about when this movie was like first announced and we talked about it on our I believe it was our, our White House Down episode of the pick?
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah.
2: Because back then the premise was like uh, Channing Tatum's character and his dog have to haul ass to the Pacific Coast. <laughs> And I was shocked that somebody had
1: written in the Wikipedia "have to haul ass." You know, John, I think you'll be pleased to know that on its IMDb currently, the Palacidopsis says Briggs, who alongside his companion Lulu, a Belgian Malin, Malinois, I don't, I don't know how to pronounce that. Anyways, uh, they haul ass down the Pacific Coast. In They're Diamond still Caps hauling ass. Friend and Handless Funeral. Nice. They're still hauling ass. At least on IMDb, I think they changed it on Wikipedia to a. They did. A I'm on the Wikipedia. Yeah. Plot synopsis. Hell
2: yeah! I'm all but about it's... a movie. that's about <laughs> hauling
1: ass. <laughs> it's still hauling ass. Honestly, I watched the trailer. It don't seem like they're hauling ass that much. It seems like they're they're pretty happy to get into high But you know, everyone has their own definition of hauling ass. <laughs> <laughs>
2: you know, there is another funny thing that used to be on the Wikipedia that's not anymore. Because I remember Sean brought it up that there is, or maybe you brought it. I can't remember who brought it up, but it was like on such and such date, Channing Tatum cast himself.
1: <laughs> that's right. Oh yeah, <laughs> yeah. They got rid of that. You <laughs> made, made a good, a good call. Wow, this yeah, is coming up out, out the
2: exact same day as Uncharted. This is Damn. so. This is so fucked. <laughs> <laughs> They're going head to head Oh he's not uh, He's not solo directing it I thought he was solo directing it They didn't he's trust co-directing
1: him, it. Yeah but the weird thing is The other guy directing Also hasn't directed a movie before <laughs> He's got a lot of producing credits Produced Looks like he worked on the Magic Mikes And other Channing vehicles
0: Ooh, Did he work on Gambit?
1: Oh. Uh, I mean, he's not credited because that movie. Well, doesn't no one exist. can be credited. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but you know, maybe. Uh, so I don't know. Maybe you're right, Sean. Maybe this just looks like harmless fun. This looks stupid. This looks like shit. <laughs> yeah, I mean, you know why? Oh, you know why it's shit? It. It's called dog. Wow. <laughs> it's yeah. called dog. They
2: really worked on that one.
0: Because they know what's gonna sell it is the fact that it has a dog. Oh. And the tagline is a
2: filthy animal unfit for human company. And a dog.
0: <laughs>
2: <laughs> wow. I hope that they, this is in the most literal sense that like Cheney Tatum is so unfit for society. He's like a weird savage man.
1: Does so look like it in the trailer? Well, he looks a little seeps. dirty, though. Uh So I guess it's your number seven, Sean?
0: Okay. My number seven is a movie called The Woman King. Um, And it's... Honestly, the concept is awesome and the cast is great. The only reason it's this low on my list is it's directed by uh, Gina Prince-Bythewood, uh, who is the, the woman who did... Um, Love and Basketball and Secret Life of Bees uh, and then made the jump into action movies with um, The Old Guard back at the I don't know the early days of the pandemic <laughs> uh, that, that Charlize Theron movie where she's an immortal mercenary um, which is a movie I thought was really boring with a fun concept so I, I am I just have that caveat here Then it's another great concept. Sounds like a lot of fun, but it might be boring. Um, In this case, it's, uh, I I think, a historical epic. Uh, I don't think this is modern day based on the premise. Uh, uh, Set in the kingdom of Dahomey, which is in West Africa. Uh, It's the story of an all-female military unit that is led by uh, Viola Davis, uh, who's their general. And, um, sounds like they're gonna just go kick some ass. Uh the, uh, the rest of the cast, though, it's uh, Thuso Mbedo, um, from uh, that show you watched, Colin, uh, Underground Railroad. Was it just called the Underground Railroad? Mm-hmm. Yeah, okay, that, uh, and then Lashana Lynch is in this, uh, John Boyega is in it. Uh, sounds cool. Um, apparently they've been working on it for a while. They have pictures of Viola Davis talking about it, in like 2018. So that's, that's pretty incredible. And it'll finally be out in September, September 16th of this year. The Woman King will be in theaters, and it's a Sony movie. So I'm sure we'll get a lot of marketing and a really delayed streaming release.
2: Cool. All right, so we're on seven? Yeah. yeah. Okay. My number seven does not have Early State, which I'm sure Sean is pretty skeptical already. Uh, but it is an A24 movie, and I love picking A24 movies. Oh, yeah. They make up most of my list. And this is the latest from Ari Aster. We love him. His new movie, mm-hmm. Disappointment Boulevard. Uh, the There's not much on it. It's got a huge cast, but uh, before I get to that... The film is described as an intimate, decade-spanning portrait of one of the most successful entrepreneurs of all time. Ooh. Ari Aster has described it as a four-hour nightmare comedy. Oh, God. Comedy? (laughs) So (laughs) it it sounds like he's really going to test our patience on this one, test the limits of what we can take as an audience. Damn. I didn't think this one was initially horror, but it says on the Wikipedia comedy horror. And I've seen some of Ari Aster's short films, and even as ones that aren't quotations horror, are incredibly disturbing. So I'm pretty sure that's just his wheelhouse. It, this is going to be horror, <laughs> whether he wants it to be horror or not. But Joaquin yeah. Phoenix is starring as the as the businessman. We also got Nathan Lane, Amy Ryan, Meryl Streep, Richard Kine, Michael Gandolfini, Stephen McKinley Henderson, Parker Posey. Uh, all sorts of great, great people. I was reading an article too on IndieWire talking about how like Joaquin Phoenix and Rast were like fighting a lot on it, but also then like hugging it out.
1: <laughs> like
2: they got really into this. This it's what's funny is this article is like is, is being written as it's it's like an interview for, with Stephen McKinley Henderson, like given the details of like it's, like I came in <laughs> late into the production, but it was, it was this is what it was like. It's like one minute they're like arguing The next minute they're like hugging each other So sounds like a pretty Intense shoot Um but they They shot it a while ago so it, 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 I imagine this will probably be out like in the fall Um I don't know maybe it'll get It's hard to tell but it's Ari Aster It's all, it's all his normal crew guys His regular cinematographer so I'm sure it'll look cool Uh Four hours yikes
0: Uh whoa. We'll see. Just make it a mini series, you oh asshole! It's crazy.
2: I, I, you gotta love him for for doing something so nuts. So, and plus, it's gonna be funny if it sucks because it's called Disappointment Boulevard. So <laughs> it's gonna be so easy to make fun of. So,
1: That's a great
2: point. It's a
1: win-win, really.
2: Yeah. Con, is your number seven a win-win?
1: yeah I think so cause it's both an animated kids movie and a superhero movie a a DC movie Sean forgot to mention earlier in the podcast (laughs) it's DC League of Super Pets of Uh, course the fuck is that it's a movie about Superman's dog (laughs) voiced by Dwayne Johnson who's playing what? yeah but he's playing Black Adam this year Yeah So? The man needs to make money <laughs> He doesn't have enough of it
0: I guess Oscar Isaac is in Spider-Man and also
1: Moon Knight Yeah, there are no rules anymore You we, can be in as many superhero Things as you want we mentioned that, this That's what most the, uh, movies are
2: On the Mildly Pleased Awards Yeah uh, Sean, do you remember who was playing Lex Luthor?
0: No, I don't. It's, I barely remember what this it's is. Mark Marin.
2: <laughs> ah. <laughs> I'm laughing already.
1: Um also it sees uh Dwayne Johnson and Kevin Hart teaming up because Kevin Hart is ace. Right, the round right. Round.
0: Ace Ace Batman's dog ace.
1: Yeah. It's it's weird in the trailer they don't make it seem like all the pets who are part of uh, crypto's team are other superheroes' pets. But I guess looking at the Wikipedia page, I guess they are, but maybe they it says they later become like the Flashes and Wonder Woman's and Green Lantern's pets. So I don't I don't know. <laughs> What's going on here? Um I did notice it's based on the DC Comics superhero team Legion of Super Pets, which has, which has a horse in it, which it doesn't look like it's making an appearance in this movie. But you never know; maybe there will be a cameo from Comet, the super horse.
2: Is he like dressed like another DC character? Because you know, after DC, you have Superman's dog, you have the Batman dog. Is the horse like uh, dressed like Hawkman or something?
1: No, he's just dressed. <laughs> Like a horse with, like, a Superman cape, basically. You've got to, you've got to see the picture. All right, hold on. You, you should look at the Wikipedia page. Super. <laughs> That's his name. There's a, there's a monkey. There's also a monkey. Wow. Uh.
0: There's a monkey in pajamas. Batman
1: streaky?
0: Come oh, he's got on. a lightning bolt. He's like the Flash.
1: Yeah. <laughs> So I kind of wish this was more like uh, it was. It was a closer adaptation of the of Super Pets, but oh well. I wish this was, this was... live action. Yeah. This opportunity.
2: <laughs> wow. Yeah, Super Horse looks scared to be there. He's like, I don't know what we're doing. <laughs> <laughs> Can you imagine if you're like gonna fall off a building you're like oh god
1: somebody please save the it's the fucking super pets <laughs> Like oh shit I wonder I don't know if they s- Save humans or if they just Save other pets Oh they should take on Tiger King Right Yeah
2: That's coming out I think that's like a mini series though for Peacock Um
1: Oh, like the... Uh, yeah. The, the Tiger King show. version,
2: yeah. I'm really sad that Super Horse... I, I see that why this is on your lease anticipated now. Unless... All, unless Every notice, single... come they haven't announced who Keanu Reeves is playing. What if he's going to
0: play Super Horse? He's,
1: that'd be great.
0: Every single animal on the list on the wikipedia page for Legion of super pets is funnier than the ones that are in this movie well they're all bep beppo the super monkey comet the super horse street super cat <laughs> detective <laughs> chimp bat cow <laughs> flexi the plastic bird awesome. clay critter and then just something called titus it doesn't say what animal he is mm.
2: So it looks like on the casting, cast there's a lot of actors they've not announced who they're playing. I bet a couple of these might show up. They better, or else what the fuck was? Because I the see like Kate this? McKinnon's in this, Count of Reeves, uh, Ben Schwartz, uh, Jamila Jamil. None of their parts have been announced, so fingers crossed mm-hmm. that we could see Super Horse and find out what Titus is. I'm gonna look Google Street. Super Pet Titus. <laughs>
0: Looking at pictures of Streaky the Super Cat is my new favorite hobby. I love him <laughs> so much. He's so good. He's so funny. Everything Why is this cat <laughs> flying through space?
2: <laughs> Sean Titus is just another dog. Aww. He's one of Bruce Wayne's dogs. He's a great Dane. His abilities are being a good boy and being Damien's <laughs> emotional support dog. Who's Damien?
0: <laughs> Damien Wayne? Uh. That's Batman's son. Okay.
2: <laughs> I love that his abilities are being a good boy. He's <laughs> <laughs>
0: on batman.fandom.wiki. Oh, my God. Uh, we've peaked so early in this podcast. It's all down This Hilton is one of here. these things
2: where if it was being done by, like, uh, what's their faces? Like the Lego movie guys. This would be something to really look forward to.
1: <laughs> yeah. But the
2: fact that stars Dwayne Johnson uh, already is, like, such a bad... Such a red flag.
0: Mm -hmm. Uh, But since we're here already, I'll just say my number six is Lord and Miller. um, (laughs) Spider-Man Across the Spider-Verse. Oh, perfect. Part one. Wow. uh, They've already announced it's gonna be a fucking other one. Um, And look, if this was a while ago, this would probably be a lot higher on my list, but we just got through... (laughs) spider-man no way home and you can hear our thoughts on that uh in the in the previous podcast um so i'm not particularly excited about more universe hopping uh based on the trailer it looks like uh this one will be about miles and uh and gwen uh going to a bunch of different other spider-man's universes instead of all the spider-man coming to his um and they've said, you know, they're going to do some of the goofier ones, like the, the 1970s Japanese one where he has giant robots. So cool. um, uh, they're going to go see uh, the Spider Man India, you know, the one where he's got, you know, a, a whole different identity because he's in India instead of New York.
2: I want them um, to go into the 90s cartoon. <laughs> yeah.
1: Yeah. <laughs> I feel like I was looking it up recently and I was like, wow, someone cool played J. Jonah Jameson and I don't remember who it was. I'll look it
0: up. Oh, That's interesting. 90s yeah. cartoon, J. Jonah. Um, so yeah, this yeah, is also a Oscar. <laughs>
2: really? Yeah. Oh, wow, Ed Asner. <laughs> Hell yeah, it's Ed Asner. <laughs> Fuck yeah. He just knows, he has so much experience with, with that particular
1: profession. True. Yeah, he's a lifelong newsman.
0: Yeah. Uh, I was just going to close out by saying there's the, the the added weirdness of, like I said, Oscar Isaac is coming back as uh, Spider Man 2099, and also Haley Steinfeld just finished up being the new Hawkeye. Um, well, lots of lots of double dipping going on with the, uh, the Sony Marvel versus Marvel TV. I guess they've just run out of actors, finally. I think
1: it's just like, that's like mostly all there is for big movie stars to do. That <laughs> was just do superhero movies. Uh, yeah. And then you can make your money and go do uh, an indie movie made for nothing. <laughs> that's all there is. Yeah, that's all
0: there is. Uh, John, what do well, you speaking have? speaking
2: of double dipping, actually... Yeah, triple dipping? Because this they've made they've made this movie a handful of times. Uh, in Uh-oh. 2022, coming out September 9th, we're getting a new Salem's Lot movie. Uh, this uh. is a Stephen King's. I think it's what is his second book? It's one of his early books from the 70s, and it was made as a two-part miniseries in in 1979, and then again in like the mid 2000s, also a two-part miniseries with Rob Lowe. Um, and now we have this version, which is is just supposed to be a standalone movie. Um, and I did read the book last year, and I I don't understand why they always feel the need to make it so fucking long. Um, hopefully they don't do Salem's Lot Part 1 and 2. I don't know what the plans are, but as of now, just one. And this is a, it's a pretty simple story. It's about um, – oh, I guess you you guys can probably guess what the main character uh, does in this book. It's a Stephen King book, so – Going to guess is he a uh, writer? He is a writer. He is uh, returning to wow. his his childhood home of Jerusalem's Lot, nicknamed Salem's Lot, looking for inspiration. And uh, right at the time he moves back to town, uh, a creepy old man and like his I guess familiar or partner come b- to town and buy a creepy house and open a furniture store. And then uh, people in the town start getting picked off, uh, killed, and turned into vampires. And it becomes Vampire Town. Um, You know, that probably doesn't sound that groundbreaking now, but when this book came out in the 70s, I don't think there was a lot of contemporary vampire stories. Um, And it is a solid story. It's a solid book with a a good uh, group of characters. Um, And every version they've done so far has been pretty cheesy. So it'd be nice to see him just kind of do it, do it right. And they got Gary Dauberman, who isn't a super exciting choice. He, um, cause he wrote, uh, the it movie, but he also has solo screenwriting, uh, credit on it chapter two. And we all know how that went. <laughs> um, Gary Doberman has also been kind of the, the guy who's, uh, Written, he's written all the Annabelle movies, which I like those movies, and he directed Annabelle: Creation. So, or Annabelle Comes Home. So, this isn't his first movie he's directed. He's usually just a writer. Um, but I think Warner Brothers has been doing a pretty good job with their horror properties lately. They they do them for a pretty good budget. They all look pretty good. Um, I don't think this is going to be amazing, but I think it could at least be solid. And it's mostly a cast of people I don't know. The the two leads I've never heard of. We got some more veteran character actors in the rest of the the cast. We got Bill Camp uh, from uh, Queen's Gambit. So that'll be fun. Alfred Woodard is the town doctor. Um, And as the two creeps that move to town, you got uh, Pilo Azbeck as the assistant, and as the main vampire guy, you got Bill Sadler. We love some Bill Sadler.
0: He gets to be the main bad guy. That's fun. That's, I don't think this is the first fun. Pilo aspect we've gotten. I think he's in um Ackerman too. Oh yeah, I did see that. And wasn't and wasn't he in Uncharted? Fuck. Um yes, you're right. Wow.
2: If only someone had picked uh Samaritan
0: also. Yeah. Which is I was wrong to bet big on Patrick Wilson this year. Samaritan is a
2: Stallone movie Okay, this looks bad Maybe Colin, this could still make your list
1: <laughs> <laughs> Oh shit I didn't know about it
2: <laughs> Gotta get all of Pilo Asbeck. N- I'll never know how to do that name Cause it's got It's got an A and an E And they're squished together Really close mm-hmm. It's a Danish name I like him though He was pretty. He's pretty creepy on uh, Game of Thrones And I actually kind of liked him in that weird Ghost in the Shell movie.
0: Yeah, it wasn't his fault.
2: Yeah. So,
1: cool. Con, what do you got? Okay, so my number six movie's coming out in a couple weeks. Just in time for Valentine's Day. It's Marry Me. Uh, the, uh... <laughs> jennifer lopez owen wilson movie where jennifer lopez plays a pop star and she's going to get married at one of her concerts uh but then her husband who's also a pop star gets caught cheating and so owen wilson who's just like some guy who doesn't even know her music goes to the concert and she's like i'll just marry this guy because because he has a sign that says marry me on it yeah, uh, I actually
0: know a little more about this if you want, Colin. Oh, please. <laughs> Go ahead. So it's based on a little-known webcomic which mm-hmm. is fucking bizarre. Um <laughs> and uh and the the premise is that uh Owen Wilson it like he doesn't even know who like her songs or anything. He's just there with his friend yeah. mm-hmm. uh, who's being played by Sarah Silverman and Sarah Silverman is the one who has a Marry me sign, um, and uh, and she has to in the webcomic, go away to go pee in the bushes, and so Owen Wilson just is holding her sign at that at that moment. Okay. And, uh, and Jennifer Lopez is like, "Let's do
1: this, man." <laughs> yep. Um, you know it doesn't look good, but like, much like the Lost City, it almost. Like, it almost makes me, like, a little happy to see stupid movies of this ilk actually, like, getting released. I just feel like we saw nothing of this, like, middle-budget, like, schmaltz coming out last year. Because, like, who knows if they're still profitable. But, uh, yeah, it it just looks like harmless. (laughs) Uh cordy material that like probably won't even be a great date movie uh considering the state of the pandemic for uh for valentine's day but well it whatever. is going to be
0: on peacock same day
1: ah yes that's true uh so maybe you know people will watch it at home if they're that bored <laughs> I saw
2: a funny comment that someone said this movie looks like it's from 2005 in, in the execution and oh, just yeah. the overall premise
1: Yeah, it's got um, big like, uh, Made in Manhattan
2: vibes <laughs> But like you're saying, there is something weirdly comforting about like a comedy movie coming out that's got like big stars in it that's getting like a good amount of promotion, cause you know, just when you think comedy's dead, you know I'm not saying this is going to save comedy or something, but yeah. uh, I like to see that people are trying to, to make stuff like this. You say
0: big stars, they are also people who are in their 50s and like barely able to make a movie like this. I like mean, that.
2: Richard Gere was r- romancing women in the 90s, and who knows how old he was in the 90s?
1: <laughs> <laughs> no one knows.
2: I see Jimmy Fallon as himself, so...
1: Mhm. Always, always good he's, he's in the trailer oh, I didn't see the trailer Should I see the trailer? Yeah I think so It'll okay. make you feel good I guess <laughs> It'll make me feel emotions <laughs> Yeah right. It won't make you want to see the movie though but, Okay you know. I mean the so, same day guys, on Peacock
0: Can you guys <laughs> explain to sure. me who Maluma is? Mm, I don't know Looks like he's a
2: musician Yeah uh colombian i wonder if he's um uh sings in like in, uh, in in spanish or something there's a lot of popular latin pop stars these days that i'm, I'm not super uh, in the know on so i don't know how big a, maybe he's a huge star and i just haven't heard of him
0: well he's the third name on the yeah
2: platform. like as if like everybody knows who that <laughs> is so i guess i'm out of the loop good for him
0: Well, John, I bet you're in the loop on my, um, number five, because it's the new Robert Eggers movie, The Northman. Yeah. Probably Northman. Uh, no, I'm gonna go with Northman. Northman. Um, he, uh, he seems to be, uh, making his, like, push to do a, uh, a, like, slightly bigger movie than, uh, the, the more intimate, uh, Types of films Robert Eggers has done previously with uh, with The Witch and The Lighthouse. Um, this seems to be a, a kind of a sprawling epic with uh, uh, being a like I guess decade spanning tale of revenge, uh, starring um, Alexander Skarsgård, who's a, an interesting choice to play your hero these days because he's on a real hot streak of playing the asshole in recent TV shows. <laughs> I mean, last year alone, he was in Succession, Passing, and Godzilla vs. Kong as the biggest dick in all those movies. <laughs>
1: um,
0: but here, he's out to um, to avenge his dad, who is, of course, Ethan Hawke, the year he's cashing in. Um, and uh, it looks pretty fucking intense and pretty cool going off the trailer. Um, and it's it's coming out in April, so like actually done, ready to go, probably. So um, yeah, I'm really looking forward to it. Should be sweet.
2: I don't know. I don't trust Alexander Skarsgård projects most of the time. <laughs> if he's like if he's top build, then I'm really scared.
0: Yeah, I feel you. Not not his fault. It just I don't know is bad <laughs> omen. But Anya Taylor Joy's back. Um, Willem Defoe's back. Uh, you got Kate Dickey up in there. Uh, she was in The Witch, right? Uh, yeah. Ralph Innocent credited. They don't have a role on Wikipedia yet, but he was in The Witch. They, like, they're all there. It just also has Alexander Skarsgård yeah. and Nicole Kidman. Ethan Hawke,
2: Bjork, Willem Dafoe as, the, as the fool. As Heimer the Fool. That sounds like a great part well, for
0: course. him.
2: Yeah. Oh, nice. It's got the, uh, the mountains in it
0: really yeah
2: from game the of thrones
0: the biggest man in the world
2: half or the strongest man in the world <laughs> yeah strongest <laughs> i wish he's the biggest man in the world <laughs> that'd make him like nine feet tall right if he's i guess he'd just be currently biggest he wouldn't have to be the biggest of all time um yeah i don't know i'm a little worried about um robert egger's moving away from a24 he probably needed more money to do this one um but we'll see i mean it's all been good so far from him it's so. How come him and Ari Aster always seem to have a, movies out the same time?
0: They're just on the same schedule.
2: I guess. I guess. Um, Hereditary and The Witch weren't the same time, but uh, Midsummer and The Lighthouse that was like the same year. So, like, what the fuck? And I remember they interviewed each other on the A Two Four podcast. So nice. They know each other. <laughs>
0: unbelievable
2: um speaking of a24 yeah um i've got a whale of a tale with this one i've got the whale new brendan fraser movie a lot of actors coming up again and again i was
0: scared that we weren't going to get to talk about this because it like we, we briefly touched on Brandon Frazier and it didn't seem like you wanted to go into The Whale. So it's like either you forgot it existed or it's on your list. It's
2: on my list. Darren Aronofsky's <laughs> The list. Whale based off of the play by Samuel D. Hunter. About a 600-pound middle-aged man trying to reconnect with his daughter.
0: Sounds very, very sad. Um, it sounds like The Wrestler but instead of professional wrestling taking a toll on his body. It's yeah,
2: it's Brendan Fraser, he, um, he's in a lot of prosthetics, um, there hasn't been any pictures, but he said he wore a lot of prosthetics for it, um, but this sounds like a, this is a big part for him, in more than one way, like, this is like, this if he does this right, this sounds like a total, like, Oscar-type role, which would be amazing to see Brendan Fraser, uh, you know, have that kind of acclaim, I feel like he's got it in him, so I would love to see him really knock this one out of the park, I've liked Darren Aronofsky's career for the most part. Um, I wasn't super crazy about Mother, but I do find it kind of interesting. I guess I didn't see I
1: Noah. <laughs> yeah. What you say? What were you gonna say, Con? Oh, I think it's real interesting. Mother, it's, yeah. It's, it's very, it's a very hard movie to like, uh, but like so much weird shit.
2: Well, my thing movie. is like, I was, I really liked Mother for 30 minutes, and then I was just like, this is too loud. There's, like, so many people (laughs) running
1: around screaming on the frame. I mean, (laughs) I feel like the intent of that movie is to make you hate people. Yeah. (laughs) And it it
2: succeeds, but it's like, should it? It's like a metaphor for, like, people ruining the Earth. You know, ruining the... Yeah, because it's like... Well, I'm not going to get into Mother, but yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Um... But no, I mean, I like the fact that this is like um, a, this is based off a play. It's a very like isolated. It's like a uh, a small story, you know. Despite the fact that it's about a six hundred pound man, um, I find that very compelling.
0: Yeah, man. I mean, someone who's six hundred pounds could they even walk at that point? Uh not well. Um,
2: I really don't know what to expect. I don't know that much about the play. But yeah, Brendan Fraser. Sadie Sink is the daughter I think she's on Stranger Things Hong Chow um, who's in Downsizing Samantha Morton, Ty Simpkins Watchman Oh yeah 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 Um, And yeah they finished it like back in April 2021 Supposedly it's coming out this year So yeah we'll see
1: Looking forward to it Brennan's back Welcome back this is probably good for aronofsky to be teaming with a24 because it was bizarre that mother was put out by like universal or oh, well, some that major is weird studio. I can't yeah. remember but yeah he's
2: just too weird he needs yeah needs an art house studio for sure
1: yeah um okay so my number five I don't even got much to say about it it's just like we're stuck with these movies. <laughs> They're there. Uh, number five is Fantastic Beasts: The Secrets of Dumbledore. Uh, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Next installment of the Fantastic Beasts uh, series it says here that there are two more in development. Two in more, God! It's like one one was enough, I think. I didn't even see the second one John, do you think you'll see this movie?
0: I can't rule it out Yeah I, it, would, it would be dumb of me to rule it out But I'm not looking forward to it at all And also, J.K. Rowling writes these Fuck J.K. Rowling So yeah. The odds are looking pretty bad
1: Yeah <laughs> I feel like my big takeaway from the first Fantastic Beasts is that she's not a very good screenwriter, and it's probably the reason those, uh, like, the original Harry Potter movies are good is because it wasn't her adapting her own material. But oh well.
0: I do want to remind people that the last... Maybe half hour of Fantastic Beast: The Crimes of Grindelwald is The most batshit insane (laughs) Filmmaking I've ever seen in my Entire life It's the (laughs) weirdest ending to a movie of all time Like This this has Johnny Depp Smoking from a magical hookah And he sprays it out for the audience To watch his sneak Preview of World War 2 It's It's Bonkers.
1: Uh, yeah. That's all. It so, it sounds like quite a quite a crime. It's, it, doesn't, it seems like he's not in this one as much. I he's been replaced. It's more about Dumbledore. He's been re-
0: Do you not know this? He's been I replaced. Didn't. Okay. So... Colin Farrell started this role, but then at the end of the first two, like, actually, it's Johnny Depp. Oh, that's
1: right, yeah.
0: And now, in the third one, because Johnny Depp got canceled, that role has been taken over by Mads Mickelson for some reason.
1: Mm-hmm. Okay.
0: Weird, because uh, Amber Heard's still in Ackerman and the Lost Kingdom, but I guess fantastic beast to, to make more money or something so johnny's out now we have mads mickelson an upgrade for sure yeah. but a weird weird thing a weird situation the actors play this character now in three movies
2: so is david yates nice. just gonna make harry potter related movies for the rest of his life
1: because I'm looking that's
2: at his filmography, and since 2007, he's only made one movie that wasn't related to Harry Potter, and that was the Legend of Tarzan with Alexander <laughs> Skarsgård. <laughs> Alexander Skarsgård First <laughs> <cursed> project. <laughs> God, and he's gonna do two uh, more. I'm on his page. Yeah, he's doing the 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 next two. He's gonna be doing like 20 years of Harry Potter movies. It's just at this point he probably just doesn't know how to do anything else. It's all he knows is is Harry Potter movies. Yeah.
0: I mean that just shows what a uh, creative rut the Wizarding World has run into. Yeah,
2: can't they do like uh, you know like how the Mission Impossible's used to mix it up? But like we're gonna get John Woo to do this one. Like why don't they get John
0: Woo to make the new it's, <laughs> fantastic piece? This, I mean that's that's literally what they did for the first uh, you know. Well, not the first two, but the for two, three, and four. Yeah, are, yeah, they all different. Directors. It used to be a thing. Very different takes. Mm-hmm. Um, I like how they do it with James Bond. Like, well, David Yates can get it done. Clearly, yeah, he gets it. every time James Bond brings like, someone back, it's a mistake. It might be, it
2: might you know, pump some life into this thing if you got someone who, who a little different to to make one of these. You know, like what if Danny Boyle made one? Get you and McGregor up in there. It's funny, his addition doesn't excite me anymore. Seems like he's
0: already in one. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh yeah, and Ezra Miller's in these. Is he cancelled too? No. I don't know why, it seems like he should be. Because
1: he's got that <laughs> whole yeah, Flash got...
2: bullshit.
0: Yep. So That's coming out this oh, year. Oh, that's right. <laughs> Flash meets all the Batman. Is okay. that, what um, that seems to be That's, the plot yeah, of the I think right it's there.
2: supposed to have Keaton and Athletic. Oh, shit.
0: Multiverses, man. Can't get enough of them. Including in my next pick, uh, the only multiverse I'm actually excited about Everything Everywhere, All at Once. The new movie from The Daniels, uh, who I've never actually seen anything they've ever done. Um, they did that movie, uh, Swiss Army Man, and then also the Death of Dick Long. I think John likes both of those. I've
2: seen both of those. Yeah, I, I like both of them.
0: They're they're both uh, fine. I like Dick Long better. Um,
2: this movie definitely looks like their most promising outing
0: yet, though. I'll say that. Yeah. So this was going to be the third of the uh, Michelle Yeoh Aquafina. Uh, cinematic Universe uh, until she unfortunately had to depart the project. Um, but we still have Michelle Yeoh starring as a lady who, going off the trailer, is just trying to pay her taxes, but somehow gets caught up in multiverse shenanigans um, and finds out that she exists uh, in a bunch of different universes, including ones where she's you know the badass Michelle Yeoh role you expect and. And other roles where she's just like a mom. uh, And, you know, an ordinary person. So that sounds interesting. Uh, The the trailer's just a lot of fun. It's got a Dave Bowie song. Uh, I'm into it. Sean, did you see who's
2: playing Michelle Yeoh's husband in this? I didn't know. I had to look into it. Because I was like, I recognize
0: that voice. Did you look into this? I did, yeah. There was was a lot of Twitter hubbub about this. Uh, the, the, The actor... Who plays uh, her husband is uh, Jonathan K. Kwan, uh, a.k.a. Short Round. He's back, in, baby. Uh, he's back.
2: <laughs> he just unretired like a year ago and his return to acting. And I love that he's in this. It-, it looks like he's doing a great job. I think it's a fantastic trailer and it's a fantastic idea. Um, the only reason I didn't put it on my list is I I, I have a feeling, I was like, this has a David Bowie song in it. This is absolutely going to be on Sean's list. <laughs> and also I like the Daniels, but I feel like they haven't quite really nailed it for me yet, but I like I said I think this is going to be the one. I think this is the, this is what they've been working up towards. Yeah. I definitely like that they have a, a big they have like big Michelle Gondry energy, I think
0: in
1: their yeah, style, yeah, yeah. so.
0: Um no, it looks great. I didn't really look at the cast either. Yeah, this is a good cast. You got James Hong, the the actor with the most credits of Still anyone. Still doing history. it. Ninety two years old. Uh, Ninety two years old. Uh, you got Jamie Lee Curtis, Jenny Slate. Uh, yeah, I'm, and, it, and it comes out in March. March. March twenty fifth is our our wide release date. So uh, should be pretty sweet. Produced by the Russos, which is interesting. Well, they they love these sorts of shenanigans, do there. They, yeah, they love when people fight, I guess. And they love multiverses and shit. <laughs> mm-hmm.
2: No, it looks fun. I'm I'm very much looking forward to this. I mean, it's A24. How could I not be looking forward to it?
0: <laughs> I'm very...
2: And the poster's a bunch of good googly eyes. It's great.
0: Yeah. Oh, it's so genius. They can just buy googly eyes and then slap on stuff and sell it as merch. For the great. great. <laughs> uh, oh, shit. I got to go. Um we're at four, right? Bye John. Yeah. That is correct. This is my
2: first pick where I'm like, this has gotta be on Sean's list too, so I I'm sorry if this is uh gonna ruin your chance to talk about it, but I I got Thor Love and Thunder on here.
0: Hell yeah, dude.
2: Um, which we don't really know much about. Actually, does it have a release date? It does, July eighth. Um everyone's talking about Natalie Portman's gonna be like female Thor. And rumored to yeah. be jacked, who knows?
0: Well, there's there is concept art of her costume, and she looks enormous. <laughs> like if she looks this jacked in the movie, it'll be amazing. Uh
2: I mean the title's great. It's called Thor Love and Thunder, and it has like a very like late eighties, early nineties, like heavy metal vibe. So I'm I'm hoping that ties into it somehow. I, I don't know. Um we got Christian Bale as the villain. Yeah. Are you hoping
1: that the uh, the 80s metal singer Thor will show up in a cameo?
2: If John Mickle Thor, and I know that name off the top of my head, yeah. shows up, I will be so fucking happy. And he does his song, Lightning Strikes. Or if they have, if they have the song, you? Lightning Strikes, I will die. Oh, yeah. Lightning Strikes, <laughs> Lightning Strikes again. I probably won't have that song, but that would be pretty great. Um yeah, Gore the God Butcher, played by Christian Bale, that's fun. And you got this, the uh, the Guardians, and even though we all hate Chris Pratt uh, for the most part these days, I still like him as Star Lord, so I'm still on. Board. I don't think I
0: hate Chris Pratt. I think we're just I'm annoyed. Just...
2: We're tired of him, right? It's like how I feel about Ryan Reynolds, where I'm like, okay, I get it. You you know,
0: you're in a movie. Well, let's, let's move on. <laughs> I hit I hit Chris I, I hit Chris Pratt the same way Chris Pratt hates gay. People. <laughs> it's like maybe a, like just a minor annoyance, but like yeah <laughs> god okay
2: um but yeah everyone you want to be back is back including the uh the the actors from the last thor movie matt Damon, sam neill yeah. Luke hemsworth as the asgardian actors Ooh.
0: good pull on other hemsworth's name
2: <laughs> hey he was on uh he was on westworld
0: remember when that was a show that we all were like hey <laughs> John, I've watched three seasons of Westworld. Yes, I remember it. Okay, Good. There's, there,
1: there, are there really three seasons? Bet your ass.
0: <laughs> Although okay. th- season three, season three is like a soft reboot. It's The one with, um, uh, what's his name, Aaron Paul,
1: from Breaking yeah. Bad. He's no, there. All right. I never heard about it's any like, of this. It's- <laughs> It feels like you're making it up
0: At the end of season 2 Um In real life The California wildfires destroyed The set that uh, Westworld was filmed on
1: mm-hmm.
0: Um But coincidentally the ending of Season 2 has Um Has some characters leaving the park And so season 3 pivoted to A new setting Um a bunch of new actors as well but some returning mm-hmm.
1: yeah
2: um all right got a few more cameos here uh or, or small parts <laughs> to mention related to love and thunder <laughs> melissa mccarthy is, is supposed to be in here in a small part uh ben falcone as well get him out of here he's cursed um <laughs> <laughs> russell crow it, it says has a cameo appearance as zeus
0: which sounds incredible Ooh, a different pantheon, very interesting. Yeah,
2: um, this sounds great. It sounds hilarious. Taika, he, he he gets this franchise, and he seems like one of the directors where they let him do his own thing, which is fun.
1: Hey, wasn't Taika supposed to have okay. another
2: movie out this year too? Whatever happened to that? Well, more on that when it exists. <laughs> yeah. Sorry, Colin, I interrupted
1: you. Oh, I was just going to say, I think I figured out why it feels like Westworld season three never came out. Is because it came out uh, March 15th, 2020, which I feel mm. like is the weekend that the planet shut down. <laughs> so I think yeah. everyone had other things on their mind. That, so, that ex- so uh,
0: yeah, I was watching Westworld while everyone else was watching Tiger King. That's why I have this one weird disconnect
1: <laughs> with pop culture. Mm. Yeah. Okay. It all makes sense now. Yeah. <laughs> So my uh, Number, number four. four This one I'm sure John will have plenty to say about It is Texas Chainsaw Massacre No the Just Texas Chainsaw Massacre uh,
2: Chainsaw is one word this time It was two words in the first movie
1: So it's different that Oh wow well. <laughs> so, <laughs> so different uh, looks like this one is intended to be a direct sequel to the original Texas Chainsaw Massacre. Then why does it have the name of the original? I don't fucking know, man. I just... I don't know. I really didn't like that I looked <laughs> up the reason they are making it. And it seems like it's just because Legendary acquired the rights to the franchise. And so... They weren't going to, you know, do a continuation of the other Texas Chainsaw Leatherface movies they did uh, in like the it's 2000s the and 2010s. I, I don't even know what like the, the lineage is of these movies, but it's just like, <sighs> it's so weird that we're now getting into a, like, <laughs> horror, horror franchises being rebooted. For the third time I guess it already happened with Halloween But it's just Strange
2: um, So there's some bad omens about this song Or er, about this film <laughs>
0: yeah. this song? What are I talking about? <laughs> <laughs> the ballad the of the Texas The Texas Chainsaw
1: Massacre <laughs> uh
2: so the original directors of this film were fired after the studio was report reportedly unimpressed with what was filmed so it got off to a very bad start they they replaced the director I'm not familiar with the current director David Blue Garcia you can't click on his name on Wikipedia <laughs> tells that
1: for Wikipedia uh,
2: also this is a small thing they filmed it in Bulgaria come on you can't even film it in Texas <laughs> Um. But yeah, I'll, you know, another bad omen. The fact it's going straight to Netflix. It just doesn't seem like they have much faith in this uh, doing well in theaters. Um. But they have to make it. I, God, they gotta do it. They they got the rights. That's all that matters. Yeah. I will say, if I have to point out two bright spots, though is that you got okay. uh, yeah, Col- Colin Stetson's doing the music. I love Colin Stetson. He did the music to hereditary, which is one of mm-hmm. my favorite horror scores of the you know past 10 years or whatever. And you got L.C. Fisher, and that's fun, that she is one of the leads uh, from 8th grade. Uh, and, though, and the Despicable Me movie. What's weird about her character is it says, as uh, amateur photographer who's a wheelchair user and, in quotations, presumably disabled. Is this a spoiler or something? Is she not actually disabled? She's not actually to use a wheelchair <laughs> Clearly this is a throwback to the Franklin character in the original film who used a wheelchair. She's not, She's the second lead. The first the main lead is uh, actress Sarah Yarkin, a 25 year old San Francisco money maker who drags her younger her younger sister with her to Texas on a business trip out of fear of living, leaving her alone in the city. San Francisco Moneymaker <laughs> That's, I want, Where do I get that job? Sign me up <laughs> Also it's 83 minutes Which I normally I usually like shorter movies But that just sounds like it got cut to shit Like they literally took a chainsaw To the film hmm. It just sounds like, and it also, this is your third movie that's coming out on February eighteenth. Gone. This is a cursed day. <laughs> Jesus Christ! <laughs> isn't that that's Uncharted? And I feel like you named one other thing. Wasn't well, Dog coming out on February eighteenth? Yeah.
0: Yeah.
2: Um, cursed day. Yeah. I would love for this to be fine. That would be so great if this is fine. <laughs> I, I, I I don't think this is gonna be the worst one. I just feel like it can't okay. be. I think the worst one's probably that last one they made, which was Leatherface as a handsome boy, um, which is like it was like a prequel okay. prequel. Yeah. But this this sounds like it's gonna be lower, lower to the bottom. We'll see.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: The poster they currently have on Wikipedia nope. fucking sucks. It just looks like that's gonna be the thumbnail when you're on Netflix. Because it's just like the silhouette <laughs> of Leatherface with the red Netflix
0: N in the corner.
2: They didn't even make a poster?
0: Who cares? Let's take takes money and effort. Yeah. Yeah.
2: They should have just done a song. <laughs> All
0: right, Sean, what
2: do you got? I got nope. Nope.
0: Nope. Nope. Tell me about it. <laughs> well, it is the new movie that Jordan Peele has directed. His, his third writer-director uh, effort after Get Out and Us. And uh, it's uh, reuniting him with uh, Daniel Kaluuya and it's bringing in kiki palmer and steven un and the poster for it has a cloud
2: what are you thinking sean what's in that cloud
0: uh something something bad you get the spaceship nope (laughs) oh
2: (laughs) funny answer could be that could be. It'd be fun. Uh, maybe do something with aliens. Um, like um, his signs, yeah. Which was also well, that was M Night's uh, third film. I saw something on Reddit where someone was saying like, Sixth Sense" was his "Get Out," "Us" was his "Unbreakable." And I'm like, whoa, whoa, whoa slow down. "Us" was his "Unbreakable." How are those <laughs> movies even remotely similar? <laughs> the, no, you mm-hmm. lost me. You fucked up. "Unbreakable" wasn't even a horror movie. What they going start with you? I don't get that at all. I'm so excited for the fact that I have no idea what this is. I will say, as much as I love Daniel Kaluuya, I am a little disappointed that apparently the he wasn't the or- original um, person cast in the lead part. It was originally Jesse Plemons, but he turned it down to do Killers of the Flower Moon. Interesting. God, everybody um, wants it. Everyone, everyone wants that Martin Scorsese. It's cost $200 million, man. It's true. He's got the big bucks But yeah I'm definitely intrigued by the cast You also got Barbie Ferreira from Euphoria And um, Michael Wincott Who I haven't seen in ages He's the main bad guy in The Crow Most of his credits when you look them up Are like from the 90's So it's cool that he's 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 up in, up in this movie July twenty second. Didn't Jordan Peele's last movie, Us, didn't that come out the same year as Lighthouse and Midsummer? I swear it did. I swear, like him and like Aster and Eggers are like releasing all their movies at the same time, or at least close enough to each other. No, I just find that, that so right. funny because
0: they're all like yeah, it was definitely twenty nineteen.
2: Those are all like the biggest names in the you know kind of the horror horror adjacent genre right now, and they're. Always
0: come out with something new at the same time. Uh, I like that. It's a race. It's a race. Um, and I've already forgot what the other release dates are, but yeah, uh, you know, for a movie we know nothing about, it's coming out pretty soon. It's out on July twentieth. Yeah, I
2: was wondering because see, Us was a, I want to say Us was
0: like a June July release, and I remember that. No, it was it was like March, dude. Oh really? Here, yeah.
2: Well, then that's even weirder, because I remember they dropped the trailer to that, like, on Christmas Day. So it's so weird that this is coming out in July and they haven't even shown us anything. Yeah. Or is it just maybe That just poster not tweet be a trailer. was, like,
0: last July, too. Like, they've, they've had... We've, we've had this poster for a long maybe time. Maybe
2: Super Bowl
0: trailer. Oh, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean... Th- but also we we've learned from spider-man no way home you don't have to have that much marketing when like people are going to see the movie anyway that's true uh you don't, you don't have to make it. i mean post.
2: when i picked that for my most anticipated it didn't even have a poster <laughs> didn't even have a full cast announced you really didn't know anything i,
0: I f- the first spider-man no way home trailer was like just a, few, a couple months before the movie came out it was like we it didn't, and the Matrix uh, Resurrections as well I think a lot of the stuff that came out in December They like They didn't make a big marketing push On it until they were like for sure it's actually Coming out Maybe that's the, the new way of things I don't know dude I don't know What do you know? And by that I mean what is your number
2: three My pick? My number three pick is Knives Out 2 which they claim is uh, is coming out this year, and since the last one is for some reason a Thanksgiving classic, I'm gonna guess November. <laughs> they're gonna they're gonna release it for Thanksgiving because the other one has become a Thanksgiving classic. We don't know anything about this movie. We know that it was filmed in Greece, and we know that it's, they finished filming. Uh, Benoît Blanc, ben, Daniel Craig is back. With a new mm-hmm. cast of characters. I, I, I've talked about the cast on a previous podcast, but I'll, I'll run through it again just because it's so good. Dave Bautista, Edward Norton, Janelle Monet, Catherine Hahn, Leslie Odom Jr., Kate Hudson, Jessica Henwick, Ethan Hawke, who is, God, what is that, three times Ethan Hawke's been talked about? <laughs> he's like, uh, he's as popular as Pilo Azbeck, man. He's one of our favorites. I mean, Live's that was great. I love this uh, Ryan Johnson doing his spin on Agatha Christie, kind of thing. I'm excited to see him do it again. I'm glad that Daniel Craig has found a great role to do post Bond. Yeah, um, man, he's really proven... I remember when when like Casino Royale, like when that was first announced. I'm like, who the fuck is this guy? Fuck this guy! <laughs> and to think that wow. he's come from he went from there to being. My favorite Bond and my favorite just... I, I mean, I don't know about... Um, maybe probably ri- rivaling Sean Connery, my favorite actor outside of the Bond franchise. Like, like I, I'm, I'm such a fan of his non-Bond roles, like uh, Logan Lucky and Knives Out. So, I'm just excited to see him sink his teeth into this. I'm sure he's
0: going to be hamming it up. It's going to be great. <laughs> it's going to be a great Thanksgiving. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, and I'm and it'll, it'll be on Netflix too. So I'm confident it will come out. But as you said, there's not a release date, no. so it was not eligible for that no, no, no. Nope, nope, nope.
2: Khan, <laughs> does your movie have a release date?
1: <laughs> number three. What? whatever three has had like six <laughs> release dates? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> the most. Uh, uh, yeah, it's just uh, it's a thing that seems like it'll never come out, but it's gotta come out because like maybe it'll make money. Uh, it's also a movie that uh, showed up on my list uh, two years ago. Uh, it's Morbius. Wow, uh, two years uh, ago. Wow. Oh right. Yeah, but but the last time it was on a list, it was it was a uh, twofer. It was uh, Venom two and Morbius. Uh, so I'm get I'm giving it its loan entry this time. <laughs>
2: nice, pick. Probably for it. Probably
1: will come out. I think it was supposed to have already been out by now, right? And then they pushed it to April. They did. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So who knows? It seems like it, this will probably be its final release date, but yeah you never know with that Morbius. Um. Yeah, I don't know what they're doing with these Spider-Man movies. I guess they're just trying to link everything. Uh... Oh, they don't they don't know what they're doing.
2: <laughs> so yeah. hey, they're scrambling. They're trying to get any Spider-Man adjacent character they have and trying to make it make sense.
1: I don't even know what this one, what is Morbius. No what is morbius? He's a fucking
2: he's... villain. Okay. He wants plasma. He turned into a vampire from experiment to try to cure some illness he had. Mm-hmm. And then he's like, "Yeah, I need to get plasma." But now I guess he's like also a good guy or something? Okay. Yeah. I don't fucking
0: know. And also, lest we forget, Spider-Man No Way Home made it pretty clear that our Spider-Man movies and Venom take place in a different universe, right? Oh, that's right. But this trailer for Morbius has a reference to Venom <laughs> and has Michael Keaton as the vulture <laughs> from Spider-Man that's Homecoming. Right. So what the fuck are they doing? Are they just trying to break my brain specifically? Are they just trying to
1: piss me off? I think so, Sean. They're seeing how far they can take you with <laughs> with the Super sh- or not Superman, the superhero genre, and specifically <laughs> your your beloved Spider-Man. Uh, I don't okay, like it. So
2: I can tell you some more fun facts. Um so this movie was written by a writing team called Matt Sazama and Burke Sharpless. You want to hear what some of their previous uh, writing projects were? Yeah, we got oh please, we got Power Rangers. That's probably their their most uh, <laughs> least hated project they've written.
0: <laughs> Dracula Untold, okay. The Last Witch Ooh, Hunter. Witch Hunter. Was, was Dracula Untold, like, the, the secret start of the Dark Yeah, universe? hell yeah, it was with Luke Evans. With Luke Evans, yeah. And that okay. Last
2: Witch Hunter and Gods of Egypt.
1: <laughs> <laughs> oh, 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 oh. Remember how they tall they were in that movie? They were so yeah, tall. I, do, I wish
2: Morbius, when he turned into full vampire mode, got really tall. <laughs> <He's> really <laughs> tall. I hate when he goes full vampire mode. It looks so the dumb. biggest man in the world. But you know what to say. People are
1: strange when you're a stranger. That's in the trailer. Yeah, you're just reminding me of how when of how when we went to see Spider-Man, literally every <laughs> trailer had a slowed down rock song. It's just become yes. like the what new did, formula. What did
2: um did Moonfall have one? Or was it or am I just thinking of the light? Yes, yes.
1: Yes, it does. And you know what it is? It is bad moon rising. Get yeah, out. I see. <laughs> and then we also saw a trailer
2: for Ambulance, which had I think it had like California dreaming. California, California dreaming, because
0: Dreamin'. they do that, it's Ambu L A.
2: That's like a movie like I secretly like low key hope is great
1: because I love the premise but like come on
2: that's not gonna yeah like I I, key, I, so.
1: I thought about putting it on my list but I watched the trailer again And I was like what if it's good what what if it's some
2: I'm not yeah it's Michael definitely right it's in that movie. category
1: of what if it's
2: good because it, it looks yeah. like a movie they
0: would have made in the 90s and I like that yeah I just thought it was funny going off of um, like reading about it first and then seeing the trailer because um there's like uh michael Bay's making a smaller scale movie and then you see the trailer and it's like the whole city of los angeles is after this one ambulance like this it seems so epic it's like totally shot in imax (laughs) There's, there's nothing small about it michael Bay doesn't do small
2: i would love for that to be good we'll see ambulance
0: Um, my number two is Thor, Love, and Thunder. Um, I'm excited for the same reasons John's excited about it. I think the comics they're pulling from um, are really interesting. Uh, the, the story is that uh, Jane Foster, the character played by uh, Natalie Portman, uh, gets um, Thor's hammer and gets to become Thor, uh, but she's also undergoing cancer treatment. Um, and the weird thing about turning into thor is that it uh cures her of her dialysis which means by choosing to be thor she basically is also choosing to die of cancer uh which is a wild and and interesting uh, character arc Uh, i think for a superhero movie to deal with someone dealing with cancer would be uh, interesting and of course uh while this is going on uh, Thor is having his own identity crisis. They call him Odin's son in this era of the comics because, um, because Jane is Thor at that point, and, uh, and he's got to like rediscover his identity, and his role in the universe. Um, and I don't think it'll be that heavy because it's Taika Waititi and he did the end of the world with Thor Ragnarok, and that was a lot of fun too. So it'd be good. It comes out July eighth. It has a release date. Sure does
2: my um number two is also a superhero movie i am shocked that you have not said this one yet sean unless it's your number one but i feel like it's i I don't know i feel like it's not i don't know maybe it is maybe it is no but i don't think so um i got the batman at Mm -hmm. number two the new matt reeves batman Coming out March 4th. Holy shit. Okay, I did not know that they had announced the runtime of this movie. I did. Have you guys seen this? Yeah, now, you're oh,
0: to... now you're starting to know why I'm That's not why excited I'm about it. why I'm maybe not going to Holy...
2: See. <laughs> okay, 175 <laughs> minutes. Okay, okay. Yeah. Let's
0: think here. Let's think.
2: How long is Avengers Endgame? Avengers Endgame. It's probably oh, a little over question. three hours. Is that oh still guess. longer? Um, it is still longer, but not by much. Wow, there! This
0: is ambitious. Six minutes, hundred eighty-one minutes. Okay,
2: um, okay. So that's pretty scary. But if I've if I've learned one thing about Matt Reeves, is that he always makes movies that I don't think I want, and then I watch them, and I'm like, that was pretty good, though. I feel like he does it time and time again. I liked Cloverfield. I thought Let Me In was great. I thought both of his Apes movies sound. I mean, they sounded stupid, but they were great. And this trailer's awesome. It's got Pattinson. It's great because you can call him Battinson. It just works so well. And uh, Paul Dano showing up again. He's the he's the Riddler. That's perfect because he's just like fucked up weirdo. And I love the look of the Riddler. He looks like the Zodiac Killer. <laughs> Jeffrey Wright. Just
0: to remind people. <laughs> <laughs> John said this guy is perfect to play a fucked up weirdo, and also he's cast as Steve Spielberg's dad in another Steve movie. Steve
2: Spielberg's dad, who th- he did not get along with.
0: If you're <laughs> listening,
2: Sean. He's a fucked up weirdo. <laughs> uh, Jeffrey Wright's Commissioner Gordon. Uh, Andy Serkis is Alfred. Love this cast. Colin Farrell is, is, uh, is the penguin. And I love the voice he's doing and the look the trailer, he's like, oh, this, "This guy is fucking crazy." I <laughs> think he draws an F bomb in the trailer, but uh, <laughs> looks looks great. Now, yeah, the only thing I'm scared about now is that runtime. Uh, it's a little, it's a little much, but I mean, it's fucking Batman. People are going to come out and, and see this in droves. Um, I'm all, I'm all for it. I'm, I'm 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 nervous, but I'm intrigued by that that runtime too. 175. I'm trying to think of another movie that's around that length. That's longer than The Great Escape. <laughs> what happens if I Google 175 minute long films? <laughs> it's a very specific question for Google. Oh, it's just a list of best movies in that range. Okay, The Godfather is 175 minutes, and that was pretty good. So this is going to be as good as The Godfather. Yeah.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: That's uh, makes it three minutes shorter than Good the Bad and Ugly. Three minutes shorter than Casino. Ten minutes longer than Boyhood. Wow. That is epic for a superhero movie, and one that doesn't have all the friends showing up. <laughs> unless all the and unless all the batmans are going to show up in this one too they just haven't told us it's
0: like i don't want to see a movie without streaky the cat anymore <laughs> i think we're out of super that horse yeah. what if they had to do like a like a mid credit or
2: post credits like thing where streaky shows up <laughs> streaky's there and what was his name beppo the beppo. monkey beppo the super monkey yeah. Beppo's like, guess I gotta do it myself.
0: <laughs> uh, no, so here's my thing with the Batman. Bat uh, Reeves has has said that the the movies that or the comics that inspired this movie are uh, comics like Year One and The Long Halloween and Zero Year, which are the same comics that inspired uh, the Christopher Nolan Batman trilogy um, a decade ago. Or I guess more than that, nearly two decades ago now, uh, and I just don't. I'm not sure what's new. What 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 is the new? What's what's the appeal? Batman's here? scary it's now. Just, it's just more Batman. He's more. I don't want Batman to be scary. He's a good. Guy. He's a fucking bat. His parents were fucking murdered.
1: <laughs> the Riddler so? is Zodiac. So with
2: Superman's. That's the thing about I love the Nolan ones, but like they're very PG thirteen, and this looks like it's it's like it's like undercover R. I'm sure it's also PG thirteen. <laughs> I'm ready for like edgy Batman.
0: Sean, I, Sean, Bat
2: Battenson wears eye black. You gotta like at least like yeah. that detail.
0: So do like all
2: they the never Batman's. but No, no, they all do, but then they take off the mask and they're not wearing any. Like they're trying to <laughs> fool the audience. <laughs> Every time, this is the first time we ever see it. Like, like I don't know why they always do that. This is the first time we're like, see, it's makeup. He wears makeup underneath. The other ones are trying to trick us into thinking, no, it's, 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 you're, you're not noticing that. This is like he's doing he's doing like the David Fincher Seven style Batman. That's his take.
0: Um, uh, it's this. I guess it's the same problem I had with Joker. I feel like if you're gonna do comic book superheroes. Then you should have a reason for like doing that, and that reason should be because it's a, it's escapist fantasy. It's you. You get to realize the uh, you know wouldn't wouldn't it be wonderful if, uh you know, if you've fallen off a building and a flying horse catches you. It's, it's not. It's not just like a miserable world where everything sucks, and also this. Hilariously unrealistic You just hate the Riddler
2: Admit it Sean you just hate the Riddler You didn't include him on your list of the top 10 best Batman villains Back in whatever year that was Cause we have not gotten a good Riddler movie
1: We got a Riddler movie
2: This is the Riddler movie we deserve I want the, the Zodiac Killer Riddler See this is just This is the horror fan in me that is excited about this movie I do think it's a different take. I don't know if it's going to work. That, that runtime is insane. But like I said, Matt Reeves continually uh, makes stuff from like I don't think I want this, and then I like it.
0: Yeah, totally.
2: So I'm gonna keep an open mind. I'm not saying it's going to be like better or as good as the Nolan ones, but I mean, this has got to be better than the Ben Affleck
0: ones. Well, and, and I and I'm not saying I'm not going to end up liking it either. I'm just. I'm not excited at all. I feel nothing. Bat and
2: Sin. He was the Twilight guy and is he, a vampire and now he's Batman. <laughs> what a story.
1: <sighs> yeah, I don't know. Number two, Colin. What? Right up there. My number two. We're right up there. Uh, is Moonfall. Uh, finally. Oh, yeah. Finally, another Patrick Wilson movie. <laughs> Uh, he sees a bad moon. He sees that bad moon rising. Um, also, the like comedic relief is an actor who I didn't recognize, and then I was like, "Oh, he's on Game of Thrones." John Bradley, John yeah, he's Bradley. saying well. He's great. He is also. He's also in marry me. Uh, oh, love so it! He's he's breakout becoming a breakout here. comedy <laughs> star. <laughs>
2: Uh, yeah, good for him. Yeah. I um, saw they did character posters for Moonfall, and he got one, so he is he's rising up in the ranks. It seems like
1: he is a
2: big part of this movie. Love it. He's like the ant. He's the anti Josh Gad. <laughs> <laughs> All right. He's Josh Gad if he was like humble and and quiet and charming.
1: Mm-hmm. <laughs> he's all of the things Josh Cat is not. <laughs> yeah. Um so like yeah, yeah, yeah no one no one needs me to explain this movie. The the boots the fallen towards Earth. It's a it's a Roland Emmerich movie. It's weird that he's still I making it. I think the them. thing
0: that's that's disappointing, Colin, is that that's enough for me. You could you sell me on Roland Emmerich the moon is going to fall on Earth, and, and w- that's bad. We need to stop it.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: The trailer seems to imply there is a conspiracy going on, and we have a hollow moon that's full of robots or aliens or something. Mm. Yeah. Moon Men. Which is where
2: they start to lose me. <laughs> nah, it's fine. I like it.
0: Gotta be something in there. Not gonna be cheese. It's the th- it's the same thing that um, Godzilla vs. Kong did last year, where it's like it's, it's enough for the two big guys to fight each other, but they're like, but also, the Earth is totally hollow and there's an upside down world where there's no gravity. And-
2: <laughs> oh, you didn't like yeah. that? That's the best part. <laughs> uh, actually, that was the
0: best part of that movie. But it's just it, it's. It's why I work all this in when the, the basic concept is enough to sustain a whole movie. Yeah. Do
2: you think Roland Emmerich just walks around and looks at stuff and is like, what can go down? <laughs>
1: the White House can go down. down. Moon. The moon can go
2: down. Because he, he's, he's already brought the White House down twice. Yeah. He's like, what's the next big. The moon!
1: That's going to be um, hard to top climate, himself after this one. Climate change can kill me. I could get yeah. chased by ice. <laughs> is he going to uh, deal with aliens. someone about the
2: the super tornado or super quake? I can't remember which one we're afraid of. There's so many uh, things. Yeah, but he sort of did that in 20. I guess that's true. There was a big yeah. There's big quake. <laughs> um, I guess not many theaters. That's so weird. I so don't remember it. <laughs> I always tell you guys the only part I ever remember is. Oliver Platt trying to get on the big boat in front of a family and then like falling to his death.
1: <laughs>
2: Cause everyone's gotta live on a big boat at the end of that movie. Kind of a downer. No one talks about that movie at all. But everyone's talking about moonfall. 'Cause we all we all know the moon. We all live in fear of huh? it.
1: <laughs> uh
2: this is a movie that I really want to see, but like I'm not going to see this in theaters. But I'm so excited to to watch this at home somehow in the future. Because mm-hmm. it, yeah, it looks like really dumb, but in the best way. Mm-hmm. This is a fun pick, unlike uh, Fantastic Beasts. Yeah, yeah, it's the op- opposite of fun. <laughs>
0: John, is your number one fun? Oh, it's so fun. Do you know what it is, John? Well, I'm I, I
2: gonna guess it's uh, it's taking us under the sea.
0: You're goddamn yeah. right. James Cameron's Avatar 2 has taken us deep under the sea for some reason. <laughs> he uh, loves the sea.
1: Um,
2: I mean, if anyone knows the sea, I mean, he's literally gone down there in a submarine. He's done his homework. I'm gonna, not to interrupt you, Sean, but I'm also going to throw James Cameron in, in there as a director who makes stuff that we don't think we want, and then we see it and we're like, okay, well, no, we need, we wanted this.
0: Yeah, James Cameron does not fuck around. Um, I don't think he's ever fucked around. I think I mean, maybe Piranha too. I don't know.
2: No, I mean he got. Just kinda of hard on the last second and then got they got fired. he got fired, so
0: yeah. But basically every movie he's uh, directed with Pretty last. much and uh <laughs> It's been thirteen years since we got to go to Pandora. Um and I'm ready to go back and meet my friends Jake Soli and Neytiri and Moat and uh dr grace augustine i don't know what role she'll be in i see sigourney weaver's back didn't she die? yeah i feel like there's some theories that she's that tree now (laughs) she's a tree now (laughs) fuck yeah why not just a theory uh they have released two pictures from this movie uh one of them is a person coming out of the water and we're like is that a real person or is that a cg person we don't know uh, and the other picture <laughs> is a picture of Kate Winslet with wings deep underwater. And uh, Kate Winslet's new to this uh, this franchise. She so said she had to learn how to free dive to be in this movie. She can hold her breath now for like 10 minutes. Uh, I, that's nuts for something you assume is entirely shot on green screens. I guess they have green screen pools or something now. <laughs> uh, other people they've added to the cast. Cliff Curtis, Edie Falco, uh, Brennan Cowell, Michelle Yeoh. Yo, Michelle Yo from Everything, Everywhere, All at Once, and maybe also Minions Rides the Groove. I guess I'll we'll find out. Um, Jermaine Clement's in this. Uh, Una Chaplin, the granddaughter of Charlie Chaplin, who was also in Game of Thrones, is in this. Vin fucking Diesel shows up. Um, and CJ Jones, the the, um, the deaf man from Baby Driver, somehow is in this. Um that all we all we know is is the cast and, and that there's there's something going on with Jake Sully and Neytiri and their family, um, but it's coming out on December sixteenth, and I am ready. Let's do it.
2: Uh, yeah, I'm excited for this one. My
0: fear is the other ones. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So supposedly we're getting Avatar three uh, in two years in 2024. Um, I don't think anything else is, like, realized enough to be considered real at this point. If, if he
2: was just like, okay, yeah. that's it. But then he...
0: Didn't he say, like, four and five were coming, too? Well, and let's also remember, he was saying he wants to make sequels to this in, like, 2007. Like, before Avatar came out. Yeah. He was he was like, this could be the thing. Um, So, good for him following through on his insane vision. Especially... Since more than a decade has passed uh, Since the original
2: I just don't think it will live long enough to make that many avatars Okay,
0: yeah So apparently it's every two years from here on out So Avatar 2 is 2022, Avatar 3 is 24 Avatar 4 is 2026 And Avatar 5, 2028
2: I mean, we'll, we'll get but, sick uh, of it But we'll be fun having a Christmas tradition I guess for the foreseeable yeah. future yeah, for every other year
0: <laughs> Oh yeah for. Only in Olympics years do we get to go see <laughs> Avatar. Movies. It's going to be bigger than the Olympics. Avatar, are you kidding me?
2: <laughs> oh, yeah. Wow, right before Christmas. Fin Diesel. Wow. I mean, yeah, what does what it to say? It's Avatar 2. I wonder if it's going to have like a, a subtitle Avatar 2. Ooh.
0: Under the Sea. Under the Sea. sea. <laughs> And the Lost Kingdom. The lost kingdom. <laughs> <laughs> really fuck with Echaman.
2: Arnold was in this. But, I mean, I guess Vin Diesel's is Arnold-like. It's good
0: enough. Yeah.
2: Giovanni Rabisi's back. It's weird what people are back. Like, It says Stephen Lang's back. Like, how does that even work? Did <laughs> he get, like stabbed in the chest or something? I can't remember how he died in um, the first Avatar.
0: Yeah, he got stabbed. Okay. That's so weird. I guess you could come back from that. Yeah, it's just like anyone who wants to come back is allowed back. You can, you can be a tree now, apparently. That's true. You can be a tree.
2: Uh, Alright. There you go, Avatar 2. Oh, I gotta go. Um, what we already talked about my number one is... Nope! I had to put it at number one just because I don't know anything about it. Nice, And the fact that I mean, Get Out, I did put it as my number one film of the the 2010s. And then when I did my list of my favorite horror films of the 2010s, Get Out was one. I think Us was, like, five or six. So mm. There's never been a, a horror director that started out so strong. Like, I was looking at a bunch of other horror directors and how their careers started. They almost always start with, like, indie projects and work their way up. Or they'll do something big and then immediately pivot. Like, even M. Night made... Unbreakable, which is not a horror
0: movie, despite what some people on Reddit are trying to claim. Uh, well, I mean, how how many directors, period, had a multi-decade career in sketch comedy before they became? It's
2: a, true. A, it's not a. It's not the directors. traditional trajectory towards becoming a <laughs> the the horror director of this generation. Um. It's interesting to see if he'd be able to keep it up. I thought his first two were great. I think he definitely avoided the uh, the sophomore slump. But I mean, mm-hmm. I feel like he set the bar high. I don't know. I guess some people consider us a disappointment. I've watched it, I think, three times since it came out, and I still love it. I still think it's great. It's a very Twilight Zone. I'm down, dude. Whatever you got, show me. The title's so funny. <laughs> nope.
1: It's great. Nope, such one of the title. best titles I've ever seen
2: <laughs> I just wish there was a trailer maybe Super Bowl maybe mm. Super Bowl we're gonna get a trailer we're gonna get a trailer for Nope we're gonna get a trailer for Avatar 2 and <laughs> the, the fablemans they they gotta
1: show us what's going on <laughs> in the Fablemans.
2: <laughs> you ever wonder if you're destined for something great? Steve Fableman (laughs) Do you think there's going to be a bunch of stuff Like he's going to see like a dinosaur toy And he he, thinks like Hmm Or he's going to see like uh, an alien And he's going to be like hmm, He's going to get all of his ideas for his movies
1: (laughs) I I was going to say He sees a very tiny Wrinkly old man Who looks like he (laughs) That's that's way better (laughs) A tiny old man running from the government (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> but the
0: the Trailer that I imagined the, Based on what John said Is like uh, you remember that Man of Steel Trailer that had the song from Lord of the Rings yeah. And it was like incredibly epic and oh, yeah, People like that trailer yeah. uh, <laughs> I'm imagining that but it's for Steven Spielberg now And that would be so cool mm-hmm. Get that song from Lord of the Rings in there Get that epic quote From Russell Crowe (laughs) Make (laughs) it happen There you go Alright Colin
1: you ready to bring us home With your number one Yeah Um I guess I'm interested to see how Mad you guys are about (laughs) My number one Cause I'm like Mm. not I'm not that pissed at it's Existence but like Really, it's just so uninterested. Even though it has like a couple things about it that that could lure people in, uh, it's Hi. Jurassic World Dominion.
2: Oh no, I'm I'm really? I'm so fine with this pick.
0: <laughs> Are you?
2: I'm fine, so fine. I'm
0: I'm I'm not sure. Sh- I'm not shocked about uh, this being on the list. I'm just shocked that Minions Rise of Grew totally
2: was not It already on a list.
1: Yeah, well, it was on the list last. It. Year, uh, uh, no, I was on it two okay. years ago. Okay. I got. It. <laughs> two <years> what else <laughs> am I gonna say about Minions okay. Rise of Crew? Oh, okay, <laughs> okay,
0: okay. As long as we've covered it before. Okay. Yeah. I, I I've been I've been working on the list for the post, and I just have had that slotted in at number one this whole time. I actually thought <laughs> I it. you were
2: gonna make some room. I guess I wasn't. I'm not sure when it's coming out, but I thought you were gonna make some room for the stupid Flash movie. <laughs>
0: Um, I just. But I guess uh, that's not really on your. Yeah, radar. but it sounds like he he, you didn't know how many Batman. I were at at many least men. two. We I I you know like two if for sure. Known more,
1: yeah. Oof, I could have put this at number one. I don't know. I just feel like I always have to give something like consequential <laughs> be number one. I think
2: I think this <laughs> Jurassic Park movie is going to be worse than that Flash movie. Yeah. I don't know. I. So, I don't know if you've seen, like, they released the prologue on YouTube to this. Did you see this,
1: Colin? Yeah. Yeah, I've seen that because there isn't a trailer yet. Um, maybe that'll play it at the Super Bowl. <laughs> and I, gotta, I got I one other thing to talk <laughs> about, too, in, in,
2: um, in related uh, related to promotion. But about that prologue, I'm just amazed how, like, I see all these CGI dinosaurs and I'm like... This just doesn't look real. Like it's crazy how like how good the first Jurassic Park looks, and I'm so not interested in seeing all these CGI dinosaurs now. It just looks shitty to me. It, it looks like nothing. It, it looks like yeah. some guy showing off his a uh, computer effects uh, wizardry, but it's just not that good. Yeah. These dinosaurs have lost all of their appeal visually to me, and that's that's like <laughs> one of the the lesser problems with these movies. Yeah. The other funny thing I wanted to bring up promotion is I saw commercially. I don't know if you guys have seen this commercial because I was watching um, f- uh, football the other day. I was watching the, the, the Sunday games and there was a there's a commercial where there's a woman skiing down a hill. It's in the snow and she's skiing and then she looks to her right and a velociraptor shows up and she's like so scared. And then she's like rumble rumble turns your left a T-Rex shows up and roars.
1: And then it says the Winter Olympics coming soon. It's <laughs> <laughs> like what the what
2: comes over the Winter Olympics, and I'm like, what is d- dinosaurs got to do with this? Well, it was so confusing. It was so funny <laughs> <laughs> that they're they're promoting the Winter Olympics with this like weird backdoor Jurassic Park clip. I mean obviously this this I, I, really, I don't think this is something in the movie I think this is something they just made for this commercial Because mm-hmm. the dinosaurs look shitty <laughs> You gotta check out this I, I'm wondering if there's like multiple ones If there's multiple Olympics commercials
1: mm-hmm.
0: Yeah I'm looking this up um, um, So I can watch it as soon as we're recording Because yeah. that sounds crazy But no I, shall, I feel like we've talked um, A great bit about
2: Fallen Kingdom and how it's one of the most boring movies.
0: <laughs> yeah.
2: Like, it's crazy that a movie filled with with killer dinosaurs is so unbelievably boring and it has nothing interesting to say or add to the franchise except
1: for, I guess, clones. Hmm. Which, not interested in... Clones of dinosaurs or humans? Yeah. Humans. Oh, uh, humans. Okay.
2: And, like... There's so many things I I now hate about this new series of Jurassic Park movies. Uh, I hate that Chris Pratt's in them. The, the new characters are boring. Um, I mean the dinosaurs being out in the open, I guess, is kind of fun. But it, it, if you saw the last movie, it doesn't make any sense because like there wasn't that many dinosaurs. Wow, why are there? Is there enough to overthrow society? <laughs> And then they gotta drag like Sam Neill and Jeff Goldblum and Laura Dern Back and that sounds fun but it's gonna Be kind of depressing Like they're just trying To find ways to tarnish the original movie <laughs> And just the problem With Jurassic Park and we all know this is It never should have had any sequels Yeah And I don't even Think this will be the end of it like this will probably be the end of this chris pratt run but i'm sure they'll find another way to milk jurassic park and you know the next five or six years or whatever and it's fucking
0: trevorrow
2: right like yeah. everyone hates yeah. him yeah that's the thing we
0: he's still there it's still calling Got
2: what fired off of uh uh was it rise of sky was that what it was called i can't rise of skywalker for yeah. being like difficult yeah. i guess Like, yeah, good omen. Going into this one. See, he co-wrote this. Great. I mean, this should be... Like, it's a good idea. Like, to have dinosaurs out in modern day. But everything that they've used to set that up is terrible. The characters they are setting that up with... The premise that they used to set that up with is confusing and weird. Like how B.D. Wong is now like the secret villain of all of Jurassic Park for some reason.
0: <laughs> just bizarre. Yeah, if this is what they wanted to do, they should have just made a Cadillacs and Dinosaurs movie. Uh,
2: or do you guys Park or Adamus. do you guys know the, the card series Dinosaurs Attack?
1: <laughs> I don't think so. So it's, no, a, it's a Topps
2: Trading Cards uh, series of cards from the 60s. It, it was from the same... Uh, they also did Mars Attacks Man, and they also did Dinosaurs sh- Attacks. Because they, they gave Tim Burton, like, do you want to make Mars Attacks or Dinosaurs Attacks? And it's like, well, Jurassic Park just like came out a few years ago. <laughs> let's let's do Mars <laughs> Attacks. But I, 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 I highly recommend that you Google Dinosaurs Attacks and look at some of these cards. This is a movie we should get. Yeah. It's so... so Incredibly violent for cards from like the 60s <laughs> or 70s. You looking at some of these cards, Colin? Dinosaurs attack? Uh, not really. I mean, I went look.
1: to the Wikipedia and it just shows a dinosaur like breaking off a chunk of the Statue no, of Liberty. You, you gotta
2: do like you gotta do like Google there. image search. For dinosaurs yeah. attack.
0: Look up the look up the card gruesome. Okay, fate, I'm gonna look up this care. one gruesome
2: fate, and then I'm, we're gonna describe it. Oh God. Whoa,
0: holy shit! Um, can you do you know what's happening? Because so I don't I know that it it is
2: gruesome. I know that in Dinosaurs Attack, it's a scientist who opened like a portal to like a a dimension with dinosaurs. So I'm gonna guess this is the dinosaurs being like sucked back into the dimension. Uh, I seem to recall Satan is also in Dinosaurs
1: Attack. Why we not?
2: Why have they not made this movie? This looks great. Dude,
1: these cards are so funny.
2: God. Oh, my God. Okay, I'm trying to find the one with Satan on it. Because there's one that's... Uh, if you look up uh, Dinosaurs Attack 52, there's one called The Ultimate Sacrifice, and it's a scientist like being held by like the giant Satan's hand. <laughs> Whoa, look up Dinosaurs Attack 49. Look it up, look it up.
0: Dinosaurs Attack card 49. Oh, God. Whoa! <laughs> Ripped out of time. Okay, I find the card I'm looking
2: for. Last card I'll suggest. Dinosaurs Attack, number 47. This is the card that I was remembering where, like, Satan is in Dinosaurs Attack. Oh, my God. Okay, so Jesus Satan God. is a dinosaur.
0: <laughs> yeah. Fuck. What a hook. He's got, like... Triceratops horns, but he's also he's got six uh, you know, eyes. Roughly humanoid. Okay, know. he's got a bunch okay, of this eyes. Is, this is Huge. what needs to happen.
2: Someone needs to go to James Gunn, give him two hundred million dollars, <laughs> and say, "Please make dinosaurs attack." Oh my god, I'm looking at a car, a card called Cat Lady's Revenge, where it's a cat lady blowing up a dinosaur's eye with a shotgun.
1: God. I like that they have it. They have it both ways. They have some gruesome, like humans getting torn apart, but also like <laughs> dinosaurs getting like blown away. <laughs> or yeah, this is a good war. Faces ripped apart.
2: <laughs> I'm gonna guess from the look of these. These ones came a lot later. I think the Mars attacks cards were from the '60s. These look like they're from like the '80s. Yeah, they are the late '80s. Yeah. Uh, somebody please! This is now the movie I want made more than anything in the world. Is Dinosaurs <laughs> Attack?
0: Not any. So, so there's one. There's one. Twenty-six. <laughs> yeah, I saw you. Both. Coasting to calamity,
1: <laughs>
0: which is this is what Jurassic Park wanted to be all along, or at least the Jurassic I World know. movies. It's a, it's uh, some sort of dinosaur. I mean, God knows. It's got opposable thumbs. So. Hand is weirdly human. <laughs> can't be right. Yeah, um, but uh, the dinosaur has uh, ripped out the track of a uh, roller coaster, and then all the cars are now rolling backwards into the dinosaur's gaping mom, Uh As fire engulfs the rest of the theme park, and one guy's <laughs> impaled for some reason. <laughs> i uh, and there's a there's a kid holding on to the dinosaur's mouth. Like I guess falling is worse than getting eaten. There's, there's so much going there's on. There's so many here.
2: good ideas, it's too. Correct. Like, all these situations. I hope that the Jurassic Park Lost Kingdom of Worlds, I don't know what it's called, Dominion. I hope they actually come up with some good set pieces like some of these. Like, I'm posting one where it's like a wedding. Like, this is a good idea. Like, where a Triceratops ruins a wedding.
0: <laughs> yeah. It's both the bride and the groom on, on each of its horns.
1: Oh, I don't like this one. This one where a dog's getting smushed by a dinosaur. Yeah, they're these are these are merciless. I, I saw there was also one where it's just like <laughs> chomping through a, a, a like a schoolhouse and just eating children. Jesus
2: Christ.
1: <sighs>
2: mm. I'm gonna, okay, I'm gonna go work on my fan script for Dinosaur's attack. You think that I can get, think I can get that on the Hollywood blacklist? I hope so. Mm. It's the dream. This is now my dream movie. Another thing I want more than anything in the world. Um, and if you like our Dinosaurs Attack content, uh, check out more Please
1: probably, on
2: Mind the
1: I'll try to add some links to the cards in, uh, in the show notes. <laughs> you can just make the, the featured photo on the,
2: on the post. Ew. Yeah.
1: post. <laughs> <It's terrible. laughs>
2: I like the guy in the in the foreground. He's just he's like, oh my god, he's screaming so loud.
0: Yeah, but he's screaming at something that's not even on the card. There's like something, something even, even more horrific worse than, there. than this dinosaur licking the anchor. Yeah,
2: um, check us out anywhere you can find podcasts. Uh, we'll be doing the pick I, I, again, I assume, sometime in maybe February. Yeah, hope so. Lot to well. look forward to, lot to uh
0: We gotta finish up Hank's giving, after <laughs> Thanksgiving after nice. all.